Podcast, so you guys can just start it off if you want, and we'll. Uh, oh, I was going to say, I was going to say, you whatever. can drive because we drove last time. Oh, okay, that sounds good. Well, welcome to the show. Then uh, we're live with Amish Inquisition, and uh, you guys go ahead and introduce yourself to start it out, and we'll go from there. Hey guys, thanks for having us. I'm I'm Ben from the Amish Inquisition. Um, we've got Phil and Matt here. You guys. Yeah, I'm Amish Matt. And this is Amish Phil. We've done it all in the wrong order. Normally it's <laughs> Phil, Ben, Matt. So that's completely thrown us, basically. So we've done that for 231 times. Well, usually usually we go by our, our stage names, don't we? The Dwarf, the Cripple, and the Mother of Madness. Now you've right. got to guess who who's who. What do you think, Joe? Jen, who's who's the Dwarf? Um, I'm thinking it's Phil. <laughs> Just because he looks a little bit like a dwarf with the beard <laughs> and the whatnot. Yeah. Throw some fucking orcs at me, I'll handle it. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Throw me over that fucking bridge. There's two more to guess yet, so who, where's the other ones going then? Hmm. Who's a cripple? <laughs> uh that's that's Ben for sure. <laughs> yep. Yes. That's pretty harsh. And I'm the mother of madness by default. Yeah, I've got yep. your daughter with you tonight, right. Matt. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't come out until later. So, yeah, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. It's, uh, it's nice to be here. And if you're on our, our side of the streams, uh, we've got Joe and Jen here from Legit Bat. Hello. Hello. Yeah, oh, hang on. I had a button for that. <laughs> I'm cheersing myself. Wow. So, how's how's the uh, the madness over there? Oh, it's great. I was going to ask you guys the same thing because it's been a hot minute since we've talked. It's yeah, you over guys a were year. you guys were locked down. I think after where before when we talked last time, you guys couldn't leave your homes. I think yeah. Was it that bad? I can't remember when was it when we last uh, spoke. Do you remember or not? I'd have to look. It was, a while but it, was ago. it was quite. It was at least a year ago. Hardcore COVID time, but yeah. uh, things are fine over here. They always have been. We live in that part of California that's cool. It's this tiny little county. Nobody cares here. How's your illustrious president or whatever the fuck you call him? Borass Johnson? Yeah, Bojo the Clown. Mm. Yeah. Hanging, on, hanging on to his job by the skin of his teeth, isn't he? Yeah, he's, right. he's pretty toxic. Um, I think he, he, he's just <laughs> done his first TV interview for about a year, hasn't he? I see he got interviewed by somebody like one of the breakfast uh, news hosts recently. I was like, uh, that was another car crash interview. But here, it's um, like COVID's not a thing anymore. No, no, we beat it. Yeah, doesn't exist. Zero COVID policy. Oh, yeah, it works every box. time. Yeah, so. Have you guys got monkeypox over there yet? Oh, yeah, but you know. Yeah. You'll get that eventually. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> Apparently, you only get that from having sex, though, so, you know, I don't oh, get yeah, to do that. Oh, yeah, we're fine. <laughs> or from what we learned from our last show, if you lick the pus from one of the monkeypox sores, then you'll get it, too. So just don't do that. Oh, shit. Yeah, don't lick the pus. Yeah, if you're into that, don't do it if somebody has monkeypox. Hang on, let me write that down. <laughs> Pussy rushes. Don't lick the pussy rushes. Pussy rushes. <laughs> that's some kind of bacon. Where do you guys think that's going with the monkeypox thing? You think it's going to be the next thing, the next big <clears throat> thing, or is it just uh, a fading fad? Belgium have just introduced a uh, 21-day compulsory uh, quarantine for monkeypox, haven't they? 
and I think Spain or one of the other EU countries, uh, Netherlands, Netherlands are, are bringing it in as well. As in what? So, just, I just, I'm just waiting for the mass PCR testing to start again. <laughs> oh, so like you've got to stay in now, have you? 21 days in Belgium, so yeah. So if you, if you get diagnosed with it, you've got to stay in the house or what? Is that what you're saying? It's compulsory quarantine if you have the pox. Oh, right, okay. In Belgium. <laughs> I don't know if you have it, though. Can you be uh, asymptomatic with monkeypox? Like, you test positive, but you have zero pox on you, and they're just like, no, you have to quarantine That's going to be the next thing, because monkeypox is not asymptomatic. It's rashes that are right. visible mm-hmm. on your body. It's going to be really hard for them to to do it like a COVID thing where they can pretend it's the flu or a cold. The thing is, I, be you like, test positive, and you're you like, no, I have to don't. stay home. Sorry, I, I just, I have it. I that's it. That that COVID asymptomatic transmission was based on one study, um, and it was four people. I think it was, wasn't it? There was um, Is it a meeting. Or something? There was a business meeting. There was a, a woman there from China, and uh, they said that she was in a meeting with four other people in Germany, wherever it was, and these four other people got COVID. And she had no symptoms, so they published this study. What they didn't do was actually talk to the woman. Uh, if they'd talked to her, they would have known that she did have symptoms. And so the whole asymptomatic charade was was carried off on that one thing that mm. they just jumped on and then pushed it out. And we're not safe until everybody's safe. <laughs> oh, this this well, is like a nostalgia was, was episode. <laughs> up until 2020, they... They used to call asymptomatic not being sick. I've said that a million times. I'm like, yeah. you go to work and you're like, no, I feel fine. And they're like, wait a minute, let me stick this in your nose. It, it says you're sick, so you need to go home. It's like, no, I feel fine, though, seriously. But yeah, you're probably just asymptomatic, though. You really are sick. It's like, what? Yeah, we had this story. They went the news people saying, you know, assume that you're ill at all times. Oh you know, to, to reduce the spread. Assume you have it. That was the what was we were being fed. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous. Hey, monkeypox is going to be way easier to get off work though because I could. Do, I said, I think I said on the last show, a good makeup job, and I could just walk into work and be like, "I got to go home." Sorry. Look at me. Look at my show face. Show him your hand. Yeah. Look at look at the pox. You don't even need it all over the place. Just on the part outside of my uniform, just a couple little dots here and there. Yep. You got the pox. Easy. Jeez. <laughs> it's like a callback, isn't it? The pox from like the Middle Ages or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's just a pox a, on you. Yeah. Is it like a pox? Is it you just? Is it just another name for a, a pustule? Is that the, what the pox is of oh. it? That's a nasty word, dude. I think most poxes have have pustules. Yeah, like chicken pox. Ugh. Yeah, chicken pox, cow pox, yeah. smallpox. Yeah. Smallpox is the bad I'm one. I'm surprised they didn't go with smallpox. Like when they when we first heard monkeypox, I'm like. I thought for sure smallpox would be the next thing because didn't they talk about that a little bit last year? Doctor Bill did, didn't he? Had it not? Has it not been eliminated? Is that not one of the diseases that's been eradicated from? It's just in sort of labs, so yeah. it won't escape. Yeah. One in Russia right. and, and one in uh, the states, I think. Yeah, apparently. Do we know if it Boskim down here? I don't no. know. You know, Ben Horton down, not Boskim down a bit. Sorry. Um. Yeah, it was eradicated. I want to say, I know they stopped doing the vaccinations for smallpox over here in the early 70s. Right. So I don't know when the last case of smallpox was, if, if that's even a thing. Because I don't trust anything anymore. Do you know? Oh, you can't, can you? 
Oh, not at all. Well, what's the uh, propaganda with Ukraine going on over there right now? That seems to kind of died down a little bit. They still keep it, you know, every once in a while popping back in, but it's not near what it was in February or March, at least over here. It's been taken over by, um, like, runaway inflation and food shortages and energy prices. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, the main story over here now is called the cost of living crisis. So, like, I'm thinking cost of living lockdown soon. <laughs> cost of living lockdowns. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're too poor to leave your house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be voluntary. But yeah, mm. there was a story this week of a woman, I think, with a young child who was pr- practically living on the bus. <laughs> she had like a, a a bus pass or something, and she was staying on the bus because it was warm. I think a lot of homeless do that. It's kind of a good deal. I mean, besides the uh, occasional feces and barf and stuff like that. I read an article about a couple who sold their home and all they do is travel on cruise ships because it's cheaper than actually paying their mortgage and buying food and paying for gas. (laughs) They just live on cruise ships year round and it's like 43 bucks a day or something and they get free food. It's all inclusive. That's a hell of a way to live. Mm. (laughs) Which uh, which like um, cruise liner was this? Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so they switch different ones. They just like pick the cheapest deals, I think, and just go hop on different cruises. I don't know. It's probably different cruise lines, but there's always deals going on. So how do they maybe do? How do they work, like, earn money? Do they have they like? Might be retired. So they might have fixed income, like social security or retirement, something like that, which is not a lot usually. Um. It doesn't have to be a lot, I guess, if you're paying 43 bucks a day and everything's included. Well, you could do it. You could remote work, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, like you most, could. If you had Wi-Fi, sometimes I imagine it's not always awesome when there's storms and shit out at sea. But You probably wouldn't want to try to live stream from a cruise <laughs> yeah. ship. That might not be the best. No, I <laughs> went on a cruise once. Your stream. <laughs> mm. I, went on a cruise. I went on a cruise, yeah, once for my honeymoon. Um, and the internet was poor, yeah. Actually. So you had to converse with your new new wife. Yeah, and uh, I got the shits yeah on the last day as well. So <laughs> oh, that was wicked. You got the shits. Yeah, so I was like, the worst worst case scenario, we're pulling pulling back in to Miami, and uh, that was it. Yeah, like five o'clock in the morning on the toilet, changed the toilet for like three hours, and I had to fly home. Yeah. It's worse than that. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I don't know how... I can't remember if it, yeah, that's more like it. Um, six hours... Six hours one way, isn't it? Ten hours the other. So I can't remember which way it was. Because you left time. Yeah. <laughs> you stepped mm. out of time. Mm. Yeah. That is wild to get the shits on a cruise ship. Like, I've never been on a cruise ship, period. So to have something like that... Like, I have the shits frequently anyway, obviously. I have the sound effects to prove it, but to get the shits on a ship a ship shit so are the bathrooms there like super small though i imagine they're not like a normal sized bathroom so how was that tell me the details about having the shits on a cruise ship i'm interested okay i mean you know well obviously you know your toilet's basically in your bedroom isn't it so um i imagine like it was like one of those situations yeah thank you where the uh the toilet and the shower are kind of in there's no separate shower cubicle. It's like a shower room with a sink and a bog. 
So, you know, I basically um, was just pooing and pooing and pooing in the toilet. And I could shower myself down. <laughs> did, you, did you have a douche? Uh, there was no B-Day. <laughs> no B-Day? There was no B-Day, no. Do you not uh, douche it up with the shower head, just for some relief? No, 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 no. That would be my go-to move. Watch no, that crack. When, when you know there's more coming. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's just oh, no. <laughs> it was just, you know, it was just so disappointing. What are you doing in there? Shh! It's washing my anus. Don't come in! Don't come in! Yeah, and I horrifically burnt myself on the first day of like, of, the, of the cruising as well. Sunburn, you mean? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and also, that was when... That was the infamous... Uh, where it's, it's like in downtown Miami, and I... Bought an, an iced tea and a coffee. You bought an iced tea and a coffee? <laughs> yeah, at the same time. Uh, yeah. what, and so the, was it a coffee with an iced tea? No, 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 no. The, the man, because he couldn't understand my accent for some reason, and I couldn't <laughs> understand his. And I said, uh, can I have an... Some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. I had, can I have... Um, like a nice tea, please. He went, what? Can I have a nice tea, please? Yeah. And he went, what? <laughs> Can I have a nice, a nice tea? He went, what? And I did it a third time. He still couldn't understand me. And I said, can I have a coffee then? He went, so you want a nice tea and a coffee? And I went, okay. It's <laughs> what a nice cup of tea. Yeah. And, uh, God, I needed so many wees after that as well. Oh. So, so I started the holiday with lots of weeing. And then I ended the holiday with lots of shitting. The so hero's journey. It's like a bookend yeah. of <laughs> toilet bowel, situations. Bowel movements. Well, yeah, sort of. Did anything good happen on this cruise at all? Were there any good takeaways? Was it the iced tea or the coffee that gave you the shits? Like, what, what was the well, culprit that, in that? that there, was, there was no shitting. He said there was shitting, but there was no shitting there. That was just weeing, that one. But I had to wee yeah, a lot. Like peeing. Is that peeing? That's peeing, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, got to clarify. So, like all the, all the like the days in between, they were fine, and the day before was fine. Um, but it's just those two incidents at either end, really. What did you make of Miami? I didn't really what? see it, to be honest with you. Um, it was in the bedroom, <laughs> smashing puss. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So, no. Um, I think we went down to South Beach. We were in downtown Miami. I don't know if it was like a Hilton or a Holiday Inn. It was a very short drive from the airport, I seem to remember. And then um, it was quite close to the port. And then we like got a taxi and you have to go across a, a bridge or something to like South Beach, I guess, where all the restaurants were. And then we went and, and I had a pizza. And that's all I can remember. I was fucking knackered. I'd been up for like three days trying to get there, so... <laughs> Really? Didn't really know what was going on, yeah. And I just got a taxi back. I went to a Seven Eleven, which was exciting Ooh. for me. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, yeah. why? Just because yeah, I've never been to one. They're all on, or on all the uh, movies when they come over, aren't they? Seven Eleven. Wow. 7-11. Yeah, I got to get down to Seven Eleven, pick me up some tobacco smoke. It was pretty dirty, to be honest with you. Um, but I was quite excited about that. And then I got in a yellow cab. <laughs> I went down a cab and got in a cab. I I thought they only had yellow cabs in New York. Mm -hmm. Is that not right, Joe, Jen? No, they have yellow cabs everywhere. And they're always, it's weird because I don't know if it's an actual franchised company, but there's yellow cab, like the company yellow cab is literally everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if they're all connected or if they all just call themselves yellow cab because that's. I think they're a dying 
business though because of Uber. Oh yeah, they, nobody takes cabs anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Uber's, Uber's not really taken off over here, has it? I think in London it has. Yeah, yeah but that's not England, is it? London. Yeah. It might as well be a different country. Yeah. Well, there's not many around here, is there? Where we live in Preston, in the sticks. No. I think they're in like Manchester and Liverpool, like the bigger cities. We got one in Sheffield, didn't we? That was an Uber in Sheffield. Oh, right, okay. So what is your equivalent over there of 7-Eleven? Because over here, 7-Eleven isn't just... They're everywhere, and not just 7-Eleven. It's just a convenience store or a gas station. They all have the same shit. It's all the same shit. And you go there because you know, you know, like you said, some tobacco smokes. Dick pills. Whatever else you want, a little taquito. They got taquitos, burritos, uh, soda, beer. You can get pretty much everything there. So, what would your equivalent over there be? Spa, spa, yeah, spa, yeah. A Danish company. They just do like mini marts, I guess. Mm. But like all the weird Indians own everything over here. Sorry, I said Indians like East Indian people are the ones that own all the like mini marts and shit over here. Thank y'all. Come again, (laughs) like that. Yeah, I mean, we had the same... I would say we had the similar experience going back a few decades. That was a stereo, common sort of stereotype, wasn't it, of the Indian corner shop on the corner of every... Right. I would say so, yeah. I wouldn't say now. They seem to have, like, disappeared, really, corner shops here, haven't they? Like, it's mostly petrol stations, isn't it? Mm. Gas stations just sell everything. In, like, we used to have, like, little independent corner shops. That would be, like, family-run concern. Small business, and you know, there'd be one every dotted around every blooming kilometer or something, wouldn't there? There'd be a corner yeah. shop. Yeah, but, you, do you know, like, uh, do you know, well, have you ever seen a terraced house? Basically, have you heard of that term, a terraced house? No, no. So, no, it was basically like in, in this, well, in our towns, basically, and sort of in the north of England, other places as well, terraces of houses are like rows of houses, they're all kind of joined together all the way along a street, and they've got like two rooms upstairs, two rooms downstairs, and they tended to be sort of like built for mill workers and things like that in the Victorian period, maybe. And there's bigger ones and smaller oh. ones. Um, but basically... It sounds like a condo or like a townhouse here. Yeah. yeah. It's like that in Philadelphia and other cities yeah. like that on the East Coast mostly. Oh, you would know that because you're uh, East, Coast East Coast slash West <laughs> British over there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so... And then like, so then like every few streets on the corner, there would be a corner shop basically but they've all like most of them have gone now basically yeah well, the, the chains come in you know you get chains like one stop or spar or um like the big supermarkets maybe i want to say maybe 20 years ago all the big supermarkets like asda which i think is owned by walmart and tesco and morrison's they all started opening small shops called express stores mm-hmm. and taking over petrol stations and that so yeah it's difficult for like the independent corner shop to keep going isn't it yeah and the it. thing is they were like i remember we used to go to one uh on the corner of physically street and i think it was called beers wines and spirits what did it sell beers, <laughs> beers wines and spirits and uh nesquik i used to badger my dad for toffees and nesquik milkshakes <laughs> and shit and he wouldn't give me it and never you know um. and um I remember him telling me that, that like, the guy who run the shop, he, he was devastated because his son had no interest 
in carrying on the business. So this, this guy had like started this shop up from nothing. He'd run it for 30 years. He was getting towards retirement. And his son, who used to help him out, he was about the same age as me, and he used to help him out in the shop when he was a kid. And, well, no, he wants to go to uni and do media studies. <laughs> it's like he don't want to run a corner shop anymore. Mm. So that's, I, think, I think that's why a lot of them disappeared. Because it's like a lifestyle. Those shops mm. are open. What's the average corner shop open from? Well, eight till eleven at night. Seven eleven. Seven to eleven. Yeah, 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 probably. And so the family business, the family businesses. Four hours. Like we have the A and PM over here. That's a big one. Well, at least in California, but A and PM is a big one over here. And they're most of them are open twenty four hours a day. Which you can imagine the shit they see at three o'clock in the morning at a convenience store that sells booze and (laughs) cigarettes. I'm the friend of the Pope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's difficult for a family, isn't it? Yeah. You need staff to be able to operate but such long hours. Back in the day, you would live above the shop, wouldn't you? That's yeah. the thing. The future is no staff at all. I, I was in China last year, two years ago. No, not last year, obviously. That was <laughs> pandemic. We were all locked down. Just before the pandemic. Ben went to Wuhan just before the, the pan- pandemic, didn't he? It you? wasn't Wuhan. No, it was, it was Shenzhen. But there was a, a like a 7-Eleven type shop there. And it had no staff in it, nothing. It was just the produce and then some sort of screen that I couldn't understand because it was all in Chinese. So I picked out all this stuff that I could recognise as, you know, Food. potato <laughs> chips or whatever. Yeah, and, and I had this armful of stuff and I thought maybe... <laughs> Maybe the uh, the shopkeeper is really short and is behind this this counter in the corner. I couldn't see them, but no, I went over and there was there was just nothing. It was a screen I didn't know what to do with, and I was I was stood with all this stuff that I wanted to buy. Couldn't do anything with it. Just had to put it back in the end and walk out because I thought <laughs> I'm definitely on camera here. If there's no, I, can, I can't do anything with this, but put it back. Otherwise, my social credit score would go through the floor. Um, but yeah, yeah it was it was so crazy. Shit. I think I've seen a movie. It like was all 100 percent automated, so there was no people. It was no just people. machines running the place. Yep, yep. That's yeah. wild. We you should have a... tried to steal something and see what happens. Uh, <laughs> yeah. well, I thought you just tell the tale. Ain't no swamp test. CCP upon exiting. Yeah. <laughs> I went to uh, Asda today, which I th- is Walmart. It is, bought yeah, Walmart. Walmart. No, it used to be Walmart, didn't it? The Issa brothers bought it. Food. Oh, Euro garages, yeah. Right. So I went to Asda today because my mum's run out of gin and it's her birthday <laughs> next week. So I had to get her some nice gin. And I went to uh, pay and I think they had maybe four tills open, four mm. cashier, human cashiers. And then they had the self-paying bit where you, you you go and you scan your thing and then you pay at a machine. And they had, the, they had this new thing called, what was it called? I think it was called Scan and Go or something like that. And the trolleys have a little scanner on it. Oh, and, is that what that is? And when you pick an item off the shelf, you scan it and then oh. put it in your trolley. And then you get, you know, when you're done, you get herded into this bit where you pay it um, with an app or a QR code or something. And then you go. All oh, right. Okay. I've always wondered what they were. We have a store that does that. You just scan it as you go. And then you get to the little thing, you scan your little QR code or whatever, and then you just pay. You don't have to ring anything up. It's already been scanned. Mm-hmm. It's like Weird. they're making you do the work. <laughs> it's like it's right. great for the shop, isn't it? Like you're doing it. You're picking everything up and scanning it and then doing. Demand payment. 
for your services. I've been here for an hour. I deserve at least $15. Thank you. Or at least a discount on the shit you bought. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say that. What do you think? Could you see them bringing that in? Like maybe you get 5% off or something if you do the work of scanning it all and sewing the payment? No, no. they won't bring it in after the fact, <laughs> would they? They've, you've got, they've got away with it now. Yeah, but I mean, not everyone's doing it. They're going to make you restock what you took too, and you're just—it's going to be a customer-driven store where everything's restocked by the customers and paid for. Yeah, you go to return something, and they're like, "All right, you can go put that on the shelf. It's on uh, aisle one, bay twenty-five." Yeah. (laughs) I make a point of always using cash. I always pay with cash whenever I do my shopping, if it means like going to the cash point and drawing it out. So I have to deal with a human. <laughs> you fool. Yeah, it's not tracked either. Everything you buy is on a yeah. ledger somewhere. I mean, look at your receipt. Everything's tracked. Do you think that the credit card company isn't tracking and using your data to figure out, you know, what advertisements they want to send you? So, yeah, if you're using cash all the time, you're a lot less under the radar, I would think, in theory. Uh, yeah, I would, I would agree with that, definitely. I just think if we don't lose it, we'll, if we don't use it, we'll lose it. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. It's like the central bank digital currency and all that stuff coming in. Mm-hmm. It's only say. a matter of time, so I'm just going to be like the last holdout with a wedge of 20s like that. You'll never take me alive! Got your pension <laughs> under your mattress. <laughs> I was reading about a company that started, started is trialling paying its, way, uh, its employees' wages in gold. <laughs> What's that all about? Is that in Russia? It's insane. Yeah. I don't think so. Somewhere like in like west in the Western world somewhere. I just saw the headline. Oh. I was just hoping somebody else had read it so they could tell me about it, but obviously not. Oh, you gotta put that shit in the Discord, man. That's <clears throat> interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I'll Google it in a minute and put it in. No. That would be pretty interesting yeah. to go to the store and just plop a, a couple of rocks of gold on the counter and be like, what can I get? You'd have to get like, like a... six thousand fucking cigarettes. <laughs> you have to carry a lump of gold with you in like a shaver, some sort of fucking shave off a cheese grater. Cigarettes worth of gold shavings. <laughs> just do it right there on the counter. Making it rain. You just shave <laughs> <laughs> cheese grater. It's in my eye. It's in my eye. Everywhere. <laughs> oh, You're welcome. That's three thousand dollars. Keep that. How's the um, the like Ukraine stuff working in your media and the American uh, media? What are your like perceptions of yeah. how you're being programmed? <laughs> well, I don't really. Obviously, we don't really pay that much attention to the mainstream media, but we hear it anyway. Even though we don't watch it, it still gets shoved down our necks all the time. But it seems to have kind of fallen off. And it started with Chris Rock and. Uh, what's the Will other Smith. Will Smith, that whole thing. I'm sure you guys heard about that. And then uh, what happened after that? I don't know. There's been like four things the Don- since then. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Oh, yeah. And then monkeypox. distraction, monkeypox, all that weird <laughs> shit is kind of taking over Ukraine. But you should tell them about your sister. Oh, yeah. My sister lives over there. And uh, it's really strange because she took the fuck off as soon as all this started. But as far as I know, she's never seen anything herself with her own eyes. She's gotten pictures and videos from friends of like destruction of different areas and whatever. And she just recently went back to her house, which is about 20 minutes out of Kiev. So they're pretty close, even though Russia didn't even go for Kiev or didn't try. I don't even know what the whole thing is there. But so she's never actually seen anything herself. All she knows is basically what she's seen on a screen as well, which is all we know. 
what we see on our screens. So I, I don't know what to make of it myself. I don't think it's as big of a deal as they're making it out to be. But even if it is, it seems like the U.S. kind of uh, baited Putin into doing this by trying to advance NATO. And Putin was like, no, if you advance NATO, I'm going to do some shit. I don't want NATO, which is fair. I, I mean, NATO is not a good guy, in my opinion. So I don't really know what to make of it. I think Putin has his reasons. And obviously, there's reasons for backlash against it and demonizing him and demonizing all of Russia. It's not just Putin. It's kicking people off soccer teams. Uh, <laughs> players, is real, yeah. but banning the Russian yeah. blue cats from the, the cat. Yeah, I don't know if that's, that's real. real. Or not, but but all the stores that all the stores that took all of the uh, Russian vodka off their shelves and threw it away. I was like, you're wasting fucking money. You already bought it. Like, <laughs> yeah. So you're hurting yourself and your own business at this point, you fucking moron. So I don't get it. I don't, I don't think you got the, the memo, you guys, over there, because... Putin is Hitler. Putin is Hitler. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, that's what we get. Cunt! There's a lot of speculation in our press about Putin's uh, health. I don't know if you get that a lot. It's like a lot about yeah. whether he's got cancer or whether he's got dementia... <laughs> Or, you know, maybe he's got, I got hairy legs. Or hairy legs. <laughs> yeah, so there's all of that going on, isn't there? Mm. Definitely. It's been spun that way that he's just crazy and out of his mind. Are you hearing that about health concerns for old Vlad yeah, the Impaler? I, I read something that he was in a, a chemo haze or something from <laughs> cancer treatment the other day. Yeah. Jesus. And um, yeah, that's weird that they would talk about him being in a chemo haze and say nothing about fucking Biden. Are you in Oregon? I know. <laughs> this is. I mean, he. What's the more obvious one here? I, I, you would say that Putin comes across as more competent than Biden. You know, mentally competent. Are you having a laugh? Oh. Is- what it is yeah well it is what it is because you are who you are that's why it is <laughs> oh it's a mega mix where's your home <laughs> when he's doing his speeches biden it is like and, and it's one of the ones on the teleprompter and it, you know it's like he's got like I put the background behind him. It's so sort of like he's really having to try to get it right. And it so it is like you're when you've had a relative and you know they're not quite right. And you're looking at them, you're thinking, oh my God, it's mad, isn't it? I mean, uh, yeah. the, the, the VP is not much better. I love that meme. Have you seen that meme that's been going around? Because she's famous for word salads. No, I don't know. There's a meme coming, coming, going around where they've chopped her head off and put a salad ball in there. <laughs> I just love that. I love that. It's beautiful. It's a work of art. She's been... Yeah, what was that? the famous one? The uh, the significance of the passage of time that she said like four times oh, in the yeah. same sentence. Time is significant because of the significance of the passage of time. Like she just said the same words in different ways over and over. Oh, I actually have a, a sound clip of her. Gaga block block. What's the one that she talked about? She talked about outer space. She's like, space is big. Space is unknown or... Yeah, and then the one where she talked about Ukraine. Ukraine, she's Ukraine like, is a smaller so country than Russia. Yeah, Russia is a big country. <laughs> Ukraine's a small country. That's not right for the big country to go harass us. It was some weird. It was like she was thing. on an episode of Sesame Street and she was teaching opposites, big and small. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was, so it was, it was brought to you by the letter B. I think she was doing a, like a press conference with the Polish prime minister. 
right. and like they were asking uh, her about like the refugee you know what is the US going to do with the the, uh, the refugees and whatnot? And she's like a friend in need is a friend in need <laughs> <laughs> just can't stop cackling is she like I don't know because she I don't really see her I don't think I've ever seen her talk or anything on our news but does yeah. she seem like she's out of her depth <laughs> Does she? Does that mean crazy? Well, crazy, or just like, just doesn't really, you know, can't. I suppose, you know, with uh, Obama, he kind of came across as like he was like sort of very much in control um, in terms of what he right. said and he was very careful with what he said and all the rest of it. And he Polished. came across as erudite and all the rest of it. But she's just not like that, basically. No, she doesn't seem like she knows what the fuck she's doing any more than Joe Biden does. She seems like she's on a different level all the time. Like she doesn't even know she's VP. She's kind of just like doing this job and they tell her what to do. They're like, oh, by the way, you have a schedule and here's your schedule. And she's like, okay, yes, I'll do that. And has no fucking idea that she's a vice president of the U.S., in my opinion. I'm surprised she's not the actual president yet. I think we were all expecting for Biden to either die mysteriously or be <clears throat> taken down from his post because of incompetence and then have her pushed up. Yeah, I was expecting yeah. that by now. Yeah. She's um she's big on working together though, Kamala. That is especially true when it comes to the climate crisis, which is why we will work together and continue to work together to address these issues, to tackle these challenges, and to work together as we continue to work operating from the new norms, rules, and agreements that we will convene to work together on to galvanize global action. With that, I thank you all. This is a matter of urgent priority for all of us, and I know we will work on this together. <laughs> You're right. Wow. She sounds like a real team player. <laughs> She's big on it. She's big on it. Mm hmm. She's uh, the whole. It sounds like she couldn't think, like she couldn't figure out what to say, so she just kept saying, "Work together." If I keep saying "work together," they'll just listen and hear "work together." I think she's stoned. I think she's stoned most of the time. It's a big <laughs> shout. This big shout. Yeah, I, I, she would be a lot cooler if she was stoned. I think, <laughs> but I, she's probably just on. Uh, who, oh, hang on. In the chat, we had somebody demanding fart sounds. So one second intermission here. <laughs> there you go. This is such a crock of shit. Oh, hey, guys. Oh. <laughs> shit. <laughs> anyway. So I, I think she's a, what do you think about the clone idea? I know that's pretty far out there, but I don't I'm think just, it's an impossibility. I feel like they've had the ability to clone things for a long time. And Dolly, the fucking sheep in the nineties was just kind of like a look what we can do. Look what I can do. And they probably have had that technology for a while. I'm not saying Kamala or Joe Biden are clones, but it would not surprise me if they were same with Boris Johnson. Fuck that guy, by the way. So, Fuck them all, man. Uh, what has happened to politicians? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember a time where politics has been so crazy. But I suppose if I spoke to someone a lot older, they'd, pro they'd say, oh, it's been like this since... Imperial Rome. ...start of time. Yeah, Imperial Rome. Oh, exactly, there you go. Mm. We find a Roman and ask them, an ancient Roman... But it just it just seems mad. It's not just our side of the pond. It's it's over your side as well. And I I know nothing about American politics. So even to the point where you know Phil's Phil probably knows more than 
either of us two about American politics. Hang on. Sorry, more than me about American politics. And me. But it, it seems to be across the board. It's it's going nuts. And I, I don't know why. I wonder what's caused across it. Across the world. Just all across the world. It's just about uh, the leaders controlling the people and getting them to fall in line. But also while thinking they're completely safe and doing something that they're not, where they're not giving up any sort of control or giving up any rights, but at the same time, that's all they're doing. They just want to be having us give up rights under the guise of protection. I think it has been like this since the dawn of time with politics, but now it's just so much more in your face because we all have a little device and screens everywhere where it can be broadcasted to us. So I don't think the people in like the Roman times knew how crazy the politics were because it wasn't, in their face all the time they didn't see any of that for the most part apart from the odd person being decapitated and thrown in the tiber yeah there's that yeah, I think they saw it a little bit more they weren't as distracted as we are that's for sure they were a lot more present for those whatever meetings that they must have had if they had any meetings or whatever the repercussions were for breaking some law i'm sure they figured it out the stocks real quick. tomatoes yeah. thrown at you and whatnot yeah do you think the uh, Pandora's box is open now? You couldn't really go back to a time where politics is behind closed doors because everyone, certainly everyone listening to this podcast would say, oh, well, what are they hiding from us now? We don't know what's going on. I don't have 24-hour poli- po- uh, BBC politics or whatever that channel's called. You can't you can't go back, can you? There's no way of, of going back to that time where policies are made behind closed doors and you get polished speeches. Whoa. Well, hang on, Davos is happening right now. It's the first day of oh. uh, the World Economic Forum. That's where all the decisions are made. Yeah, you can buy a ticket for that oh. thing. Yeah, 26 Today's grand. Second, oh, right, we talked about that a couple of shows ago. Today's the big uh, vote date. What do you guys think about that whole madness? Which one's this? The, um, the WHO? Yeah, yeah, the pandemic treaty or whatever the fuck they're calling it. Oh, what's this? You have to tell me about this. Yeah, we, co- yeah. we covered it weeks ago. It's, it's 2024 oh. it's meant to come in. <laughs> Oh, this is just like a drafting and sort of, you know, where are we? What page? What page are we on, guys? <laughs> yeah, this, what are we going? What are we planning? Is this part of Agenda Twenty Twenty Four or whatever? No, it's WHO. They just want they want to sort of centralise pandemic decision making oh, and preparedness. Take it and, away from your own gov- your own sovereign government. The oh, idea is that in twenty twenty by twenty twenty four is to have a pandemic treaty, which will be uh, ratified, and then Tedros. And his mates and Dr. Bob Ross and, and Doc, Dr. <laughs> Bill with his the magic vaccine that they can uh, will be able to dictate, you know, the policy. What what right. what your policy is going to be, country to country. Oh, we've got a hot spot. Got a hot spot. Mm-hmm. Monkeypox, smallpox. Do you think China's going to sign up to that? <laughs> and Russia. I don't I care like about China. them really. It's more about what will our country do. Yeah, I don't know if we'd sign up to that. There's a petition at the moment um, with 130,000 signatures. Mm-hmm. So that is going to be debated in Parliament. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't have any doubt it's going to pass here. I think we said that on the last show, too. I mean, with the administration we have, it's pretty much just a shoe in They're going to go for it. I would say with your guys's, from what I know, which is not very much of British politics, but I wouldn't be surprised if they joined, too. Isn't yeah. it kind of a UN thing as well? So... Anybody who's part of the UN, I'm assuming, is going to be on board with it. Well, all every country in the world has been invited to this, except Taiwan, obviously, at the behest of the Chinese <laughs> Communist Party. They're not allowed. 
but every other country in the world has been invited to this conference thing that's happening now. So, uh, even Russia, yeah, yeah. No pandemic. So pandemics can't see else. borders. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Britain will sign up to it because they we've made a big fuss over you know leaving the EU in the last decade. We want to go out and make our own decisions and do our own things. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah. No. But, no, it's nailed on. We'll, we'll be signing up. Is that what that was? I remember hearing about that several years ago, Brexit or whatever. We had some friends that live over in the UK and they were talking about it, but I didn't, I didn't pay attention because I don't live over there and I don't give a shit about you guys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's, that's fine. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's not uh, going particularly great, I guess. Um, Boris was always on about getting Brexit done, wasn't he? That was his, his mandate. He's done, isn't it? Is he not done? Well... The Northern Ireland thing's all blown up now, isn't it? So, mm. well, what's so. going on over there? Nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. It's like basically the EU wanted to put a border in the Irish Sea, like a trade border between like England, Scotland, and Wales, and Northern Ireland. And uh, so the, the the problem is, is the island of Ireland, you've got Northern Ireland, which is part of the United Kingdom. And then you've got Southern Ireland, which is part of the European Union. Oh, so weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How does that so, work? It's all the same country, but each half is part of something else. That's weird. Well, it's, so yeah, it's over there. that's where all the sort of the issues come from is like the way it was separated and segregated to a certain extent. So. That's where sort of like the IRA and the what's the other one? The uh, the real IRA, <laughs> yeah, the real IRA. I was thinking about more the uh, the British side, unionists, the unionists, yeah. So that's where all the kind of fighting and bombings kind of come from, basically. The fight between that and the fact that you know one side wants to be part of the UK and the other side wants the whole of Ireland to be the island of Ireland, basically, essentially. It's, it's, does, it goes back a long way, hundreds and hundreds of years of tension, which was yeah. pretty much, you know, we had the Good Friday Agreement in, was it 99? I think so. 1999? Maybe a bit earlier, I don't know. And uh, so we, it's been relatively peaceful because prior to that, there was decades of bombings, ter- you know, terrorism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had the Arndale Centre in Manchester that was blown up, wasn't it? In the, yeah, in Warrington. And yeah, Warrington, up. yeah, sort of. Serious shit, mm. you know, and uh, thankfully we seem to have got past that mm. and it's been relatively peaceful for 30 odd years. And and that was the worry that this Brexit thing might trigger tensions again with the island of Ireland and the people in the south saying, you know, it just it, it just mucks things up. The, the whole thing was we didn't want to have trade restrictions on the island of Ireland and as I said during the Brexit thing, well, our point, our plan should be, that's fine. We don't want a trade border. We're not going to put one up. It's up to the EU. If they want to enforce their single market, they're going to have to put a hard border on the island and they can start more sectarian violence if they want. And uh, we're we'll just sort of waiting to see what happens, really. Mm. Other than that, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a game of chicken, isn't it? He's, or he's going to blink first. But yeah, the whole Brexit thing was about, it was like um, stepping back from globalisation and um, power being held remotely. 
So we had basically over our country, we had an extra layer of democracy. That was the European Union with another layer of politicians and a, and a commission that wasn't elected and all the bureaucracy and all the money that went to Brussels. They used to move from Brussels to Strasbourg, I think once a month. They had to pack up everyone, all the staff, all the offices, all the paperwork from Brussels and move to Strasbourg for one meeting a month and then do the same on the way back to, to appease the French. You know, it was just, it was just a money pit that wasn't necessary. Like, my, my view is I want my politician on, at the end of my arm so I can wring his neck. That's where they should be. That's where your power should be. It should be local and accountable, not in another frigging country. So Tedros and Gates and, and the WHO can fucking smoke my dick for all I care. I need to fuck off. <laughs> fuck off with this uh, pandemic nonsense. This is such That's a crock of shit. R- rant over. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any problems over there with mass shootings? Because that seems to be specific to the U.S. as far as I can tell, especially the the newest one, the Buffalo shooter or whatever. Oh, yeah. Do you, I guess if you don't have guns, that would be a problem. But do you guys do you guys ever have that school shootings or mass shootings? Is that a thing over there? I don't, no. I, occasionally someone will like there was someone wasn't there, like maybe near Cornwall or something recently, maybe like last year who had like a shotgun. Um, like a double barrel shotgun and it, it takes like two cartridges and that's it. Um, and I think he like shot his family and then maybe next door. So things like that occasionally happen. So he might have killed like four or five people, but I don't think, oh, there was Dunblane, wasn't there? Was 25 the... years ago or a bit yeah. more. Only in our country, only like the really hardened criminals have guns. Or farmers. And farmers. So uh, we don't have that problem with machines. Yeah. So it's like, you know, gun, gun ownership is virtually... Have anyone's got any yeah. guns? Basically. Unless you're a, like a drug dealer, hardened criminal, then you'll you'll have access to guns. Or, or a, a farmer. farmer. Or a farmer will have a, is allowed to have a shotgun. Isn't that the funny thing, though? That the only people that have guns are the hardened criminals? Mm, okay, yeah. So wh- that's why I never got about the whole gun thing. Like, if, I mean, it's a, it's a cliche to say, oh, if you ban guns only criminals will have guns right that's fucking true you know why because criminals don't give a shit about the law uh, that's like saying murder is illegal so that will drop murder rates no because if you're a criminal you don't give a shit that murder is illegal you're gonna go kill somebody or drugs yeah Dr- that you works can't great go with buy drugs, drugs yeah. at walmart but guess what we have a huge meth problem here so yeah. i don't know where they're getting them it's we, crazy we just have stabbings instead yeah, there's a lot Just, of knife crime right. over here. Lo- loads of knife crime. Like, it's frightening, the amount of knife crime, particularly in London mm. and other inner cities. And I don't know if... Do you know, I just think it's like a like a cultural thing in terms of, you know, well, he's carrying a knife, I'm going to carry a knife. You know, your dad had a gun, I'm going to have a gun. You know, it's that kind of... And, you know, if you go out hunting and that's your thing and you want to go and do it, then, that, you know, I don't necessarily see a, a problem with that, really. And I think to a certain extent, you can do that here. You can apply for a gun license. Yeah, I just you can think go it's, hunting, definitely, yeah. I think it's the types of guns that you can buy are far more restricted, I guess, yeah. aren't they? So you, can't, you couldn't have a handgun. You couldn't have anything that was semi-automatic. You'd, you'd only really be allowed shotguns, I think. You can have a handgun. You can have a, uh, a rifle with, I think, five in the magazine, so it's only small and not automatic, certainly. You can definitely have shotguns. You can have handguns. Yeah, if you go if you go to a shooting range, 
There's, yeah, loads. Of, I bet loads of people have handguns. You go to shooting ranges, target shooting. I thought they were. Uh, I thought there was an amnesty on handguns years ago. No, you can still get them. It's difficult to get licenses for guns. Right. So our, our laws are probably similar. Like, it's probably similar to Canada then. Whatever you call your cops, bobbies or whatever the fuck, do they <laughs> not carry guns either? Sometimes. So nineteen. They oh. have they have tasers though, and and a big and a stick. A taser's pepper spray in it. Yeah, a big stick. They have a baton, like a, a club, baton, yeah, like a club basically. Um, oh, and, those expend- extendable ones. Yeah, now they've got a nightstick. Nightstick, and I think quite a lot might carry tasers, um, but not guns. So, like you know, there are arm response units. Yeah, that would. So you know, I imagine that each police force in each you know within sort of like a reasonable sized town would probably have a unit of a certain amount of cops, but not like every single one. No. Huh. Yeah. Cause our cops here are armed to the fucking teeth. Like yeah. they, it's more like, um, they're more like military that we've talked about the militarization of police over here. And it really is. It's not just the SWAT team that shows up when there's a, you know, somebody who's got a hostage in their house or whatever is going on, but it's the, your normal cop on the street is loaded with arms like besides their handgun they've got the taser they've got the baton all the stuff and then in their in their squad car they have like an ar and a shotgun and then they can call in another squad car that has the same shit in like two seconds like they are armed to the fucking teeth and then people wonder why there's so many cop shootings it's because every everybody uses their guns on each other that's just what happens and most of the cop shootings are in places like chicago where guns are supposedly banned or new york city or washington dc all these all these cities that have the tightest gun regulations is where the highest gun crime is which makes sense that this why there's the most cop shootings there too is because there's other people pointing guns at them not saying they're all in the right we're not going to get into a george floyd fucking argument here but it, it is interesting though that you you guys have some of the tightest as a country, the tightest gun laws. And you said knife mm-hmm. s- stabbings or whatever you call knife wounds. Uh, <laughs> stabbings. Wounds. Yeah. But they're, uh, they're up like crazy. And that does sound kind of like a, a British thing to me. Like it's, it sounds uniquely British, just so backhanded, you know, some dude walking down the street and just fucking stab, oh, stab. <laughs> There's this big thing around zombie knives. Have you heard of those? Like ridiculous yep. kind of knives, you know, they're all serrated on one side. So, you know, like, like a, a Rambo. Yeah, like a huge hunting knife kind of thing. And they're called zombie you knives. And that, your entrails out. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, um, but there's like a big thing in sort of like the papers and the media about zombie knives. Oh, another zombie knife killing happened, you know, on such a day. So it turns into kind of a, a big story. So this is the other thing is, is, you know, there are X amount of stabbings or whatever. I think, you know, from my memory sort of like 5,000 in London in a city of 7 million. Um, so, you know, is that a lot of stabbings as compared to other cities? I don't know. That's the thing, isn't it? Or is it the media that's kind of saying that it's a big thing and therefore it is? Well, it's, it's mainly drug related. Sorry, Jen. Oh, I just said it's definitely the media. Thank you. Well, <laughs> maybe. It's a lot of it's drug related and it's young kids in it. Mm. Young inner city kids, fourteen year olds getting mm. stabbed and killed yeah. in broad daylight. And it's, a lot of it's just a, it's a societal thing, isn't it? Yeah. These kids have got they get sucked into gangs at a young age. 
maybe they've no father figure. They look up to some brother or a cousin who's already in this gang and they get sucked in. I'm sure this is a familiar story to your side of the the pond. And before then, you know... Here. It's the same thing. It's just a different weapon. So yeah, I yep. was wondering about that too. Like, what is your other means of mass murder like do people run each other all the time because we happened last year somebody ran over a shitload of people and like there's there's so many things so many ways you can kill people people just so you know uh guns aren't the only way there's so many ways you can kill somebody so uh go google it because there's a lot you can use a car you can use a knife you can use a baseball bat you could probably kill someone with a guitar i'm assuming i haven't done it myself but i probably could especially if i've had a few beers (laughs) <laughs> Guns don't kill people, rappers do. Oh god, calling the police. Trash if Goldie Lucky Chain made it across the pond. <laughs> no. Well Welsh rappers. <laughs> Have you heard of Goldie Looking Chain? No. Mm-hmm. Blank nope. stairs. <laughs> Goldie Looking Chain are like uh what would be like the D twelve of RA. Yeah, like okay. the D12 of what? Pontypridd. <laughs> yeah, Newport. Camarthen. <laughs> yeah. They're from Wales. And they're Welsh rappers and they, they rap about funny things, don't they? That's Irish. Dude, I actually enjoy English rap. That's it's cute. pretty hilarious. I can't understand a fucking word they say, <laughs> but it's a good, a good beat. And sometimes I catch one or two words here and there, and it's pretty funny. They're called Goldie Looking Chain. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh my god. Go, go. So the first song I just looked him up, Your Mother's Got a Penis. Is yeah, that one classic. of your <laughs> Yeah. Right, I'm banger. Oh, Absolute <laughs> banger. Yeah, fantastic. That's hilarious. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's our speed. I'm gonna add it to my, my playlist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, forgive me. I think one of them's an MP now. <laughs> really? Yeah, seriously. One of them is a member of a parliament. Member of parliament, yeah. Yeah. Right. Maybe that's yeah. that's what's gone wrong with politics. <laughs> Mm. Starting a com- comedic rap act and end up in the uh, in the house. Are there any like politicians in the states other than like the Orange Man who have come into it from like obscure like I don't know from like music or Reagan. entertainment? Well, I know about Reagan and Kanye West. Kanye West ran for president too. He didn't get in, but he was still running. Well, we had Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor yeah. of California. We had Jesse yeah, Ventura yeah, yeah, was yeah. the governor of Wisconsin or some shit state over there uh we've had a lot of fucking actors and ronald reagan was an actor back in the day but still i think over here it used to actually be illegal like against the rules like you couldn't run for office if you were an actor for obvious fucking reasons and then somehow that went away and now we had now they're like we we only want actors so please sign up we have um (laughs) we have tryouts all we want is actors now (laughs) just the best actors actually the worst look at kamala yeah sometimes they fuck up Whatever, some shows don't work out and they get canceled. Bad casting. No big deal. There's always next next election. Terrible. <laughs> I don't know. I, I you guys have actors over there. Is Boris an actor? Uh, I mean, he, he's a I mean, shit actor, isn't he? I mean, I think what he seems to be here is at the moment, anyway, is that you kind of get into be into politics or to be an MP. One of the ways of doing it is getting famous. First, yeah, so like Boris was a columnist, um, and then he kind of started appearing. I seem to remember him appearing on have I, like a news panel show that we had here, like a comedy panel show. Um, and he 
then became ran for mayor of London, kind of off his notoriety, I guess, um, as like the conservative um, sort of nominee, I guess, to to do it. And then he eventually sort of wheedled his way up to being prime minister, didn't he? That was that was his first job in politics or his first job in public office, mayor of London. Yeah, mm. weird, like man. one of the financial capitals of the world, eight million people, mm. huge budgets. Mm-hmm. That was his first job. Well, I mean, that's I suppose that's not a big deal when you think about Schwarzenegger and, well, and Trump and other that, guys. It's mm. but it, it, it's unusual for us. Mm. Most of our our, our <clears throat> ruling class are sort of groomed from a young age. Yeah, there's a finishing school. For yeah, the you go to private school and then uh, finishing school. Then you do a degree in um, was it philosophy, economics, and PPE, politics, uh, philosophy, and economics. That must be it. Yeah, I can't I imagine so. philosophies in it. So there's a, there's basically there's a degree at Oxford University and a ridiculous amount of MPs and former prime ministers have studied that degree. You'll so. be in the Bullingdon Club? Yeah. Maybe That's fuck like, a pig? That's like the schools. Over here, most of the big-time politicians come out of Ivy League schools, yeah. you know, like Yale, Harvard, all those things. So they're almost all of them come out of those. So it sounds like it's a training program for the uh, rulers of the world. And it's, the it's best never, of the best. ever someone who just came from nothing. Like, it's never mm, that. No. It's or never someone it's a who fake just story of somebody in. who came yeah. from nothing. There's that, too. You got, can you hold it down for, like, five seconds? I got to go pee, like, really bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This is such a crock of shit. Dog off for shit. Oh my god, it's been one hour. (laughs) How are you, Jen? How are you doing? Good. Are you? um, Have you been getting into like self sufficiency and stuff, like doing micro greens and trying to? Yeah, we have a whole greenhouse. So we're growing avocados, lemons. Wow. I have an orange tree. We have basil. We have peppers, tomatoes. Um, we have we have a lot of stuff. We have tomatoes rosemary. I've heard of. Um, <laughs> and then we also have chickens. We have five chickens, too. Oh, what are the names? Uh, their names are Esther, Mabel. Um, Lunch. Get them all the time. Alice. <laughs> So no, we named them all old lady names. So we named them. Two of them are named after his grand his grandmothers, who are both deceased. Um, and then we have Esther is our black chicken, and then we have four Rhode Island Reds that are all named old lady names. It's Mabel, Edna, Alice, and Joe's favorite one. I forget her name all the time. The other one, sorry, Mabel, <laughs> oh, Doris. Yeah. Excellent. So oh, you did Doris. Layers. That's a good one if we get another Doris one. Is good, yeah. We just listed like a ton of old lady names and picked the best five that we could find. <laughs> so do you get fresh eggs every morning then? Yep, five a day. Yep, they each lay one a day. It's amazing. Are you talking about chickens again? Yeah, they were asking if we were into self-sufficiency. I'm really, I'm, I'm getting quite concerned about the food thing and I'm, I'm wondering if I need to start some microgreen stuff in, the, in, the, chives. in that part of the studio. <laughs> I've got numerous things growing. (laughs) Hydroponics. You could could get a grow room in there. But you can grow potato. Like, we're growing potatoes. Mm. You can take a potato and stick it in dirt, and it will grow potatoes out of it. And it doesn't take very long. We just harvested some yesterday. We just harvested potatoes yesterday. Apparently, I was reading about potatoes because I I planted some, and and they didn't grow. First, I've planted potatoes loads of times, and that's the first time they've never grown. But apparently, um, they spray some potatoes in the UK anyway. They spray it with some stuff so it doesn't sprout. 
Oh, is it no they spray way. it with uh, the magic vaccine? It's to stop yeah. them sprouting any cupboards, isn't it? Yeah, last last longer. Um, but apparently, well, you can, can get three harvests. Seeds. Sorry, get three harvests. Oh, I, said, I, I wonder if you can get potato seeds. I don't. I don't know if they put seeds off. You can get seed sure potatoes, yeah. like little. No, sorry, it's, it's like it's like so. Well, I, I don't. I can't remember the term, but it's like a bulb. A tuber. It's, it's a tuber, isn't it? So it just that one potato will grow into like. 10 potatoes you take one of those potatoes and that'll grow another 10 so where it first came from who knows the original potato <laughs> so when you're <laughs> what came first the potato or the seed yeah so did you when you when you planted your potato was it already sprouting eyes no so so you have to wait for that well you know i thought it would do that <laughs> under the soil in a hurry <laughs> yeah i'm a busy man empty a bag of potatoes into <laughs> Yeah. But I was I was re- reminded today because um, we have some potatoes in the fridge that have sprouted. So I think, oh, I might have a go at doing it again. What? It's quite oh, that yeah. easy. If it's sprouted eyes, go for it. Yeah, mm. potatoes are it's like... so easy. They're like the lazy man's crop, which is why the <laughs> Irish people like them so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Whoa! <laughs> Zinger! You just leave yeah. them on the counter and they start sprouting, then you stick them in dirt, and then you have potatoes in like three months. Yeah, we just put two yeah. potatoes in a five-gallon bucket, and these huge, huge flowers will grow out of it. The plants get so tall, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you just let them go and wait till the plants die. When the plants start to turn yellow and start to die, then you go and dig them out, and you'll have a ton of potatoes in there. Nice. Well, so and then you can make vodka out of them or whatever Irish people do. Yeah. Okay, and it's the eggs on the Irish. So far, I'm growing. I'm growing um, thyme, mint, and rosemary. So at least, yeah, all the major food groups. Yeah, at least when I'm eating my Converse All Stars, <laughs> they'll be appropriately seasoned. Yeah, when you're boiling your shoes. Yeah, when we're down to the shoe leather. And also, um, my dog's put on five kilos this year, so I'm going to get a few meals out of him. Absolutely. Mm. Freeze up. Oh, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember when Peter McCoy came on? Do you guys have have plants in your yard, like weeds or anything that grows? Because those can all be eaten as well. Nothing grows over there because they don't have sun in England. It's always gloomy and gray and nothing fucking grows. In my opinion, right? Yeah, especially in the northwest, the Um, sun comes out. It's like praise, raw, raw, rockte. The sun has arrived. Sacrifice the lamb. Or the sensible people just go indoors and close, (laughs) close close all the shutters. Yeah, things grow. Things do grow. My dad, my my dad was a king gardener, and he used to grow all different kinds of things. So he had like tomatoes. At one point, he had like. uh, a grapevine in his um, in his greenhouse, um, but unfortunately that got mouldy and we had to we had to take it out after a few years. Oh, wow. but every year, thank you. Every year used to used to grow onions, broad beans, peas, cabbages, lettuces, carrots, sometimes um, all different kinds of things just in the back garden. But it was like a south facing back garden, yeah. And he had black currants, raspberries, strawberries, a gooseberry bush. And I used to have to pick them all. It was a fucking nightmare. Anything else? Uh, oh, and did he have? Did he have? Carrots, uh... grape. Yeah, I did. Wow. Yeah, you got some random ass sound clips. I love it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It built up over the years. <clears throat> but anyway, I was going to say, do you remember Peter McCoy, the Mushroom Man? Oh, yeah. Who? We had a, um, an expert mycelium network oh, guy, didn't we, a few months ago? 
nice. And he said you can get some spores for a particular type of mushroom and you just throw it on, if you have a lawn, throw it on your lawn. And he said like once or twice a year, a massive mushroom will randomly appear, like a huge one. And you could and you could chop it all up and obviously eat it. Well, just uh, shoot the juice to me, Bruce. Yeah, so if you want to find out what that mushroom was called, just go back to that episode, watch the entire hour, and uh, see what it was. Wow. Yeah. It was a meaty one, wasn't it? I can't remember what it was called. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a lion's... Lion's mane? Maybe. I don't know. No, I think it was something different. He was saying, wasn't he, that was maybe his favourite one. Right. Wasn't it not the Worcester? It's It's just Worcester. Worcester. Or was it Leicester? I think it's just Lester. Who's the guy that you had on? What was his name? Peter McCoy. Mm. How, how did we get him? Was it LinkedIn? Uh, it was. Yes, I got him on LinkedIn. Yeah. Send you, well, I'll send you his email. So I read a book. What was the book? Oh, something about mushrooms. The Immortality Key. No. Yeah. <laughs> it, what's the name? Oh, it's, about it's called Merlin. Merlin, Merlin Sheldrake was the author. Oh, yeah. And his book was something about mushrooms. It's not called something about mushrooms, oh, no. but it is about mushrooms. It was very interesting. Was it like magic, magic mycelium or something like that? I think there's a book. Mm-hmm. I'd have to Google it. I don't know. So, he, you know, he kind of... He, his dad... He, what's his dad called? Rupert Sheldrake. Was like... Uh, mates with the mushroom guy, the psychedelic guy, wasn't he? Terence McKenna. Terence McKenna, and he sort of yeah, talks yeah. about sort of going to his place in his book, and that's one part of sort of like the you know the book in terms of psychedelics. It talks about lots of different things that he sort of researching in terms of um, mushrooms. But this Peter McCoy guy is part of his PhD or something. He managed to train a particular mushroom to eat cigarette butts. So he would, oh, di- would digest them. But there's loads Delicious. of interesting stuff about mushrooms in there, mycelium networks and things like that. It's like fascinating. Yeah, really. uh, Paul Stamets is another guy that has yes. a lot of stuff. He's been on Joe Rogan a few times. Yeah, a guy who knows yeah. a lot about mushrooms. He's done a lot of mushrooms too. Yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? I think there's some suggestion that mushrooms have an intelligence to them. And I know all plant. I believe all plants do. We just don't know how they work because they work very differently from us their brain is not located in the top like us so we just think that you know they don't have a brain but they definitely do because they grow and learn and adapt which is very strange but mushrooms are a little different because they're not really a plant and they're not really an animal there's something in between yeah there's been an ongoing debate about that about that like it starts at uh, like mineral or plant the, mm. the consciousness fucking progression whatever it's like mineral plant animal human but nobody really knows where mushrooms fit into that. Mushrooms grow in colonies, though. They grow together and they communicate with each other. It's They're so like the strange. largest living organism on the earth, too. It's like, a, I don't know, it was like four mile long mycelium network underneath yeah. this forest mm-hmm. or something. And it's like one fucking organism. And they all talk underneath the ground. Yeah, and the actual mushrooms that sprout up are just the fruiting parts. Like it's, mm-hmm. not, even, it's not even an important part of the actual mushroom. It's just the fruit yeah. part. The rest of it's all underground and you don't see it. That's like it's plants wild. with their roots. The roots are the most important part of a plant. That's Absolutely. why I transplant dead plants all the time. And Joe's like, what are you doing? That plant's dead. And then later it will grow back. And I'm like, but the roots looked really good. And then they grow back into the best plants ever. And then we eat them. My like Jesus. No, yeah. Like Jesus. He had wicked roots, didn't he? Yeah. Well, Jesus was a mushroom. <laughs> and that's the other thing, doesn't it? Depending on who you speak to. Yeah. Oh, like the mushroom things, yeah. I mean, there was another thing about it that he said... Um, there was a particular mushroom that they kind of used and it could solve problems in terms of like finding roots. But 
one of the things that sticks in my mind Sudoku was, was they put got this mushroom and it's made it, it's mycelium network so they bit, put a bit of food around the kind of like the same shape as the island of uh, Japan um, or, or Tokyo and they put food on sort of like the different like cities and the mycelium network grew um, exactly the same way as what the sort of uh, tra- transport network was so it copied bullshit Copied the trains and the Bullshit. underground. Bullshit. True, man. Oh, so Bullshit. <laughs> it's cool. This is bullshit! I'm pretty sure this I saw... such a crock of shit! Someone plug bullshit. a synthesizer into a mycelium network recently. And Maybe. They played some mad, mad tunes. Was it as good as the tune that the synthesizer played on the movie Masters of the Universe with Dolph Lundgren? <laughs> I'd say it was on a par. <laughs> Do you remember that movie, Master of the Universe? Do you remember He-Man? Yeah, I remember He-Man. Do you remember the live-action movie? No, no. Oh, my God, I'm going to blow your mind. Jen, you need to watch <laughs> Masters of the Universe. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren, yeah, uh, who was, uh, he played um, the Russian guy, uh, Ivan Drago. In Rocky, Rocky. Four, mm-hmm. oh yeah, and he plays He Man in the Masters of the Universe movie, and there and there is some cutting edge synthesizer tech in that. <laughs> oh, I believe it. I was going to say it's from eighty seven. I can't gotta believe be, I didn't get to see this. There's got to be some dope fucking synthesizers in yeah. that thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank me later. <laughs> <laughs> 80s movies. My, I had a roommate that used to make me watch 80s movies constantly. Like, But he made you watch the best 80s movies that you missed out on because you didn't have the mind. I don't know. And then Jen tried to make me watch Spaceballs and I got through like 15 minutes of it. And I was like, no, this is fucking awful. Fuck off. Yeah, all of it. I was like, this is terrible. The acting is so cringe. Like the jokes are just. I get it. Sure, it was amazing. But watching it in 2017 or whenever we tried to watch it, I was like, no, I I had to settle. And I was like, have you ever seen The Fifth Element? All right. It came out in the 90s. It's a great movie, but it came out in like 95 or 96. That's fine. And then Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That was another one that was hard for you to watch at first. It took three times. But I love British humor, so that movie's great. The same with like Monty Python. I love that shit because it's such British fucking humor, and I'm mostly British. But you watched it when it came out. If you were to watch Monty Python right now for the very first time, you'd fucking hate it. I know you. I watched it as an adult. Like I didn't watch it back in the day. I watched it as an adult and was like, but I was very stoned as well. So that probably had, had some impact on my liking it. But yeah. Do you guys like Monty Python and all that old British shit? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. We are the knights who say (laughs) (laughs) a fish, a fish. (laughs) And it went wherever I did go. (laughs) Yeah. I grew up with Monty Python. There was, there were some really good uh, British sitcoms in the eighties and nineties. Did you ever watch? Did you ever see Faulty Towers? Nope. Right. So that was John Cleese wrote John and starred Cleese. in Faulty Towers. Who was one of the Pythons, the tall one, the Ministry of Silly Walks. Mm. Yeah, 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 <laughs> your mother was a hamster, and your father smelled of elderberries. That one. <laughs> but he did a sitcom about a hotel at a, at a seaside resort in Torquay, uh, which is like, 
Um, it's Miami. Like, it's a cult classic, isn't it? Yeah. Faulty Towers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should check that out. I'm looking. I'm looking it up now. Yeah, John Cleese, Connie Booth, Prunella Scales. A lot of people. Uh, Andrew Sachs. Yeah, Manuel. Yeah, Manuel. Yeah, Manuel. The Spanish. Oh, yeah. The Spanish waiter. I am from Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mr. Forty. <laughs> <laughs> Well, next time I get super, super schnockered, I'm going to, I'm going to check that out. <laughs> nice one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it available? I don't know. I, well, I'll I have see. to look it up again. Yeah, we'll have to check it out. You might have to buy a VHS. Yeah. Beyond one of the things. The well, then we won't have anything to play it with, so <laughs> it might be a problem. <laughs> it's probably a, Oh, we can pirate it, it off somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. You can download anything you want if you know the right place to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you guys, you want to wrap this up? We got yeah. another show coming up here in a couple hours. We got our, our premium uh, Planet Retard show, which is funny that it's premium because it's the stupidest shit you've ever fucking watched. But what are you uh, people soon? What are you doing? So. What are you doing on that, Joe? What are you doing? Uh, on that? We started that back in December, and it's just like a news recap. I find the stupidest fucking articles I can find, yeah, whether find they're really funny dumb. or just the dumbest shit ever. Like it's just fun to go through these articles because they're they're actual articles, whether they're real or not, is up for debate but they're they're actual articles that are out there for people to read and I, the things i have to google to come up with these is hilarious like i i, I googled penis news the other day <laughs> came up with a great one there's a penis plant I, i'll i'll show it on the show later but there's a penis plant in cambodia look that up it looks like a fucking dick i tried to find some on amazon just so i wanted to grow them in our front yard just yeah. for fun penis. and you can't find them it's hard no, they're they're very they're like a uh, they're what did you call them? They're a they're a plant that eats bugs. What do they? Yeah, call they're those? a carnivorous plant. Carnivorous so it's plants, a it's yeah. a pitcher plant. So it doesn't normally oh, yeah. look like a dick. It normally just looks like a um, like a Venus flytrap kind of. But the top of it, it has I teeth. I know what you so mean. Imagine if you, had, so imagine if you had a hard dick and then you take the top <laughs> off the head and open it. And then inside his teeth, and then as soon as his bug goes inside, it goes, and then turns into a rock hard dick. It's so weird. It's weird looking. Google it uh, probably after the show, but uh, yeah, Google Google penis plant in Cambodia. It's fucking wild. But yeah, so we just do crazy stories like that. And I looked up fart news, and I found you'd be surprised what you find if you put in certain keywords. But think, uh, yeah, that's yeah. what we do on Planet Retard. A lot of Florida man. We try to find Florida. Oh man. yes, yes. What's our equivalent yeah, of Florida? Florida woman, whatever. Well, recurring segments are dick news, uh, TikTok news, and uh, what was the other one? Oh, Guinness World Record news. There's always some stupid fucking record somebody's trying <laughs> to break. That's your thing. That's... You find the Guinness Book of uh, It's on accident. TikTok's uh, on The man who too. can balance 18 eggs on his hand or his arm or whatever. Oh, I can do 19 of <laughs> that. dumb shit. <laughs> Just retarded. So we cover that type of news on Planet Retard. Tune in if you feel yeah, so inclined. Yeah, come join us. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we'll put the link in the show notes. Mm. You need to follow oh, yeah. legit bat on Rockfin. Yeah, and also um, Google UK man grows penis on arm. Oh yes, That'd oh, a there's story. a really good documentary. I think we did. Is that no. well? He did they attach it because it came off, and he had to no. like have it attached there for a minute to like get. No, it was, it was he had to grow it on his arm. His 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 his, his, his birth dick. His his first birth dick fell in the toilet. Mm. It just just up. fell off. Just mm. fell off and went plop in the toilet. So they grew another one on his arm, mm. and then uh, it got cancelled, didn't it? And then COVID. So he's like, oh, I'm just walking around with a cock on my arm. <laughs> six years for six years, yeah. But now he's been. He's been attached. He's been made made whole. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Does it work, though? Does it work? Yeah. Yeah, he's got a pump in the testicle. He's got a, a testicle pump to make it inflate. To make it grow. <laughs> mm. Oh, my God. Yeah, these are the things Otherwise, that we like to cover. Otherwise, it's pointless. There's no mm. point. If it doesn't right. inflate. Come on. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, then. you guys send me your links too, and I'll put them in the show notes on the audio and uh, Rockfin and all that stuff. So tell tell our listeners where they can find your stuff before we get the fuck out of here. Thearmistinquisition.com. Yeah. yeah. If you imagine like, uh, if you like, uh, if you imagine Grimerica and OBDM had a baby and it was mentally retarded, yeah. that would be our so podcast, good. I would think. Yeah. 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 I love both those shows, so yeah. that's perfect. There you are. With shit, with the English accents, obviously. Yes. Yeah, with sexy English that, accents. That's the fun, actually, is your English accent makes things that wouldn't be as funny hilarious to <laughs> American listeners because yeah. of your accent. And we we Bravo. occasionally play with our nipples as well. He says we, but he means yeah. he. <laughs> right. Mm. It's been great fun right, seeing you again. Mm-hmm. What yeah, a great crack seeing you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Peace out. Cheers, guys. Mm. See you later. Peace out. Have a good one. Bye. Right then, we're back. The dwarf, the cripple, and the mother of madness. That was our chat with Joe and Jen from Legit Bat. Mm. Yeah, fun. I enjoy their company. They seem like nice people. Yeah. They've got mm. chickens. Yeah, and we didn't mention the mashup. Amish legit bat uh, logo. Oh yeah, that looks sweet. It did didn't it? So it's always good to speak with them and get a view from the other side of the pond, and then you know, tell them how it really is. Poison the mind with gold, goldy-looking chain and false towers. Exactly. Yeah. You mean enhance their experience? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So check out the links to uh, to follow legit bat. The podcast audio versions on all the usual platforms, and uh, you can watch the videos on Rockfin. Rockfin. That was our, our Rockfin Rockfin de- debut. It was debut, debut. Right. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, people we know who are on Rockfin. Right. Crime America on there. And... Are we not allowed on Rockfin? Is it invite only. Do you have to pay for it or something? No, I think we could get on if we wanted, but we'd probably have to produce like some exclusive content for Oh, them. is that how it works kind of mm, thing? That's not uh, happening, is it? No. Uh, so we are a value for value podcast. Value for value. And, um, you know, for the right price, we can be bought. Absolutely. Everyone's got a price. Got another, uh, uh, someone on, uh, Instagram. It wasn't smooth my balls this time. Someone wanted to, uh, sponsor us for, uh, carbon neutral jewelry. Oh yeah. How much? PAs. Irrelevant. As much carbon neutral jewelry as you could handle. I think it was three pieces to start with of your choice. So I asked for three cock piercings. Yeah, Prince Albert's. (laughs) Yeah. We'll be here next week. Right, okay. So check out... (laughs) Not really, no. No, I'm not going there. Okay. All right. When are we going to sell our soul then? Absolutely. I mean, me and Matt are ready. (laughs) Mm. See what I mean, listeners? There's only me. There's only me holding these two fuckers back from you having like adverts at the beginning of the podcast and periodically through it. Absolutely. So you need to. uh, And I'd like to thank my partners from. Uh, Yeah, and we would do the adverts, wouldn't we? 
we would do the adverts for yeah. MeUndies or fucking... Uh, Graham Cycles in... Charnock Richard <laughs> Cycles. Yeah. Buy a bike. There you go. And then you can go Buy to Buy a bike. Yeah. Go down to John or Mortgage Point. Yeah. Preston 88, 208, 208. Mortgage Point. There you go. What more do you need? When's the money coming in? <laughs> Housekeeping. This is a value for value podcast, and uh, fortunately, you don't have to put with annoying adverts like that because. There are none, because we're, we are reliant on the generosity of the listeners to donate. And if you find this podcast valuable, please consider returning some of that value to us. And there's a myriad of ways of doing this. And my favorite way, as always, is word of mouth. Yes. Tell your friends. Tell the people you hate. Tell the people you see. Strangers in the streets about the Amish Inquisition podcast. And uh, help us grow the the audience. I mm. I do enjoy it when we receive some payment for purchases from the Amish loot chest. Also, you could you could emblazon yourself with the logo of the podcast, and then shout at people randomly in your town. Tell them to tune in. Yeah, link in the show notes for that. If you want a current grape hoodie, literally a communist T-shirt. Three weeks to flatten the earth, mug, whatever. Um, they are available at the merch store, the Army Loot Chest. Link in the show notes. Who's, well, hello, Annabelle. How are you this week? I am well. Who are you wearing, Annabelle? <laughs> I am wearing myself. <laughs> Why are you laughing? You made it yourself. Mm-hmm. I thought it might have been Gaultier or something. I, I, my hand is still dirty. <laughs> Yeah. You got a dirty hand. Mm-hmm. It's not the monkey pox, is it? Stink palm. I, I am beginning to fear so. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you've not done a very good job at, at tidying up this week either. Because I got monkey pox. And that's oh, your excuse, yeah. is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, time off work. Yeah, why don't you lift up that petticoat and show me? Oh, God. <laughs> How dare you? You're not wow. getting any furlough. Yeah, we we don't do furlough at the Amish Inquisition. We're reliant on the donations and the, the good-heartedness of the listeners. How's that working out for you? It's, it's not great, to be honest, but, you know, if we made more money, you know, that we'd be able to afford it to you, Annabelle. Why don't you do some word of mouth? Why don't you get the word out about the podcast? I don't put anything in my mouth and say what I want. Okay. That's not quite what I was asking you, but whatevs. So I will not part. Weird flex. Your words upon my mouth. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, how else can you become a producer and help produce the show? You can subscribe on the on the various video platforms like Odyssey, uh, YouTube, or ThemTube, as Charlie calls them. Um, we're on Rumble now, as of late. Uh, BitChute. You can find us there, or all the usual podcast platforms. If you're on Spotify, you can give us a five-star rating. That's a new thing. And if you're on iTunes, you can leave us a review. Mm. And we will read them out. We like reading out reviews. Yeah. Yep. Uh, join the Discord. Uh, that's something that Annabelle enjoys, Discord. What do you like about Discord, Annabelle? <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoy the interaction. Oh, I thought you were a mean lord. 
I believe it's pronounced Mimi. Mimi. Right. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about GFs? It's actually a GF. GF. <laughs> pronounced GF. GF. An animated GF. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right. It's all the words out of your mouth. Uh-huh. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> An animated Jeff. Yes. Um, uh, there's loads of stuff you can do on the Discord. You can send us memes for Instagram. You can um, request some focused chi. Mm-hmm. If you're suffering from depleted chi in the form of a health condition, maybe you're going through a flunk uh, in personal life, mentally, just not centred, something's just not right. Maybe you've got something coming up, like a job interview or... I don't know, a project that needs to be done and you're lacking inspiration or get up and go. Tell us about it. Either email us at thearmistinquisition at gmail.com or put a, a note in the appropriate thread in the Discord and we'll, we will focus our chi as a community in your direction for your mm. given aim. What about artwork? Artwork. artwork. Yes, we have uh, different show artwork every week on the podcast and... Again, that can be forwarded to the Discord or email it us. We didn't get any submissions this week, so I'll just knock Again? this up. I know, it's a proper dry spell. And you, oh. You'd know about that, wouldn't you, Annabelle? That's right, I made a porcelain. <laughs> so here's the artwork for this week. That's, uh, I, I do like that. I like the mm. colours. I think that blue is nice. That is an Amish Annabelle blue. It is, yeah. Oh, I, don't, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> it's a mashup. Do you think the stream would look good in those colours? I think it would. Mm. You know? Yeah. It's cooler than like the hot reds and orange mm. and yellow we've, we've been used to. Yeah. Yeah. Noted. What else can you do on the Discord? Anything else? Oh, guest suggestions. So most of the guests we have on uh, coming on, you know, people have requested. They've seen, like, a YouTube video or a blog or a Substack, something, and said, check this wild shit out. You know, that's how we got Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, loads, of, loads of our guests have come through the Discord and some future guests coming up as well. Yeah. So that's a, a good way to become a producer. Yeah. Any other, other ways of becoming a producer? Yeah, if you uh, if you go to Discord and you want your product or uh, <laughs> business tattooed across mine and Matt's foreheads, <laughs> and uh, just drop us a line and we'll we'll discuss terms. Yeah. You'd uh, you'd have to join the Discord though, Ben. For, no, no, no. For, for that no, to no, actually I have people work. People to do that. Mm-hmm. You could always toss us a fucking coin. Toss a coin Absolutely, do it for the lads. Lads, lads, lads. You know, because oh, we're northern and we're bloody miserable and the weather's fucking shit. Go to thearmistinquisition.com, there's a donate button there, and you can give us a one-off donation, sign up for a monthly recurring sustaining donation, and donations at the level of £50 or above will grant you the rank, the cachet. The social standing of being an executive producer for that episode, and that looks great on your your uh, curriculum, curriculum vitae or your LinkedIn. Mm. Save Plotland and tosses a coin. Mm. Yeah. Right. Shall we thank them? Go on then. Is it time to big up the Mandems? It's time to big up the Mandems, yo. Thank the producers for episode 232. We have Helen of Troy, Nick, Ziggy Dan, and Slicko. 
Thank you so much. Very good. It's so amazing in your love. They are. Yeah. So amazing in their love. Literally. The best mate. The dwarf. The currants. The grape. The homophobe. The winds. The asthma. The corrupt cunts. The number 11. The blind man. The fallen on the horizon. The cripple and the mother of the Let me pick you in. From hell. Bring on. <laughs> I don't get it. Never will. Now, in the, in the break between uh, our chat with Joe and Jen, you mentioned there was a bit of a controversy over producer list from the previous week. Yes. Um, so, don't know what he goes by these days, but um, Joe said that he wasn't included in last year, last year's last week's po- uh, podcast producers list. Um, Why? Well, what did he? What did he? Contribute. He, I believe, he sent. Uh, <laughs> he may have sent a meme and also a idea for a for a jingle. So I got some direct oh. feedback from a listener. Where did he my send face. that stuff? Where did he send it? Recycle bin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Was it on the Discord? I don't know if he's on Discord. I don't. He's not in the Discord unless he's under a pseudonym. Huh. Um, you'll have to let us know in the Discord. I'm the son of the Pope. I'll let him know. Do you remember him sending you something or not? You're the master, Phil. I think he might have sent a meme. All oh, right, yeah. okay. Yeah, he, t- he took umbrage. Oh, well. <laughs> Do you not remember him sending the jingle idea? Fuck off, he can't. Send the jingle idea again. No, I remember the jingle idea. Oh, right. Uh, I haven't had time to implement it. He's only one man. (laughs) Yes. One man. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry he feels that way. Chest feeding. Right, well, I'll let him know. (coughs) Penitent. Penitent man. Only the penitent man will pass. The penitent man. That's one of the things that... uh, One of our in-jokes at home. Only the penitent man will pass. In what context do you say it? Well, sometimes she just says it to me to get a laugh. And I have to, she goes, do the pen, only the pen and man will pass. And I have to go like this. <laughs> like he's ducking underneath the the razor things. Um, but, you know, if you're going for a small thing, for a small, because he kind of has to duck under and then roll, doesn't he? Across. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're going through a small area, yeah, only the pen and man will pass. Wow. Okay. Mm. Like we should both walk in through a doorway in opposite directions. Yeah, or like a smaller doorway or something like that. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's a good one. That's a good one. It always gets a, good, it always gets a laugh in our household. Strong. Mm. Powerful. Yeah. Very not good. As, not as frequently used as Clever Girl. Clever Girl's a classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't do the second bit, though. You say clever girl. Do you know uh, Laura Dern played yeah. the character of Ellie Sattler in Jurassic Park? Yeah. Do you know how old she was? In Jurassic Park? No. She doesn't look that old now when she's in the latest one. Well, how old? Take a guess. In the in Jurassic Park? Um, if I was If I was guessing, I would have said at the time she was maybe in her... Mid 
30s. Mid-30s. What would you say, Ben? Late 20s. Late 20s. I would have said... 33? Yeah. 34? Mm-hmm. 23. Was she? Ooh. Oh, God, the Sam Neill. <laughs> Relationship's a bit fucking creepy then. He's 20 years older than her. Wow. That's insane, isn't it? Yeah. And I mean, it looked like sort of similar... Uh, yeah, I mean, she looks like a cougar. <laughs> she's 23. Blimey. I believe that. So she's, yeah, so she's not even 60 now then, and she's going to be in, she's going to be, they're in the, another one, the whatever it's called. Jurassic World Domination. Dominion. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, they're in the new one. <laughs> Dominion. Domination. Yeah, they've been pretty shit, all the new ones. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Should we do some headlines? Hit me. Capital letters, a big news story. Fertilizer shortage, try peeing on your plants, says experts. Absolutely. Right, I'm going to take umbrage with this, because I think our pee is too strong. You need to dilute it. Mm. Because you can't just throw horse shit straight onto your plants. You have to leave it to rot. Yes, that's right. Because it it burns. Are you pissing horse shit now, though? (laughs) When I was in Miami, I was. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently, a day's worth of piss a day will grow enough wheat for a loaf of bread. You need to have some wheat seeds. Don't you give you yeah, exactly. this information out? People are just yeah. going to be pissing. Oh yes, on their on their driveways and expecting wheat. <laughs> wheat, 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 wheat from wheat. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, wheat. Okay, next. What are you up to? Checking his piss levels. Got to write down the times, haven't I? Oh, for goodness sake! Do it after university. After university proposes ban on word obesity to fight weight stigma and fat phobia in public health. What are you going to call it? (laughs) Obesity. (laughs) That's not even a bad one. All right, let's dive in. (laughs) A university has proposed that the term obesity no no longer be used in an effort to address and fight weight stigma and fat phobia in public health. The University of Illinois' Chicago School of Public Health advocated for the change in a recent brief titled Addressing Weight Stigma and Fat Phobia in Public Health, in which it acknowledges the negative impacts of weight discrimination, as well as the notion that the focus on body size is rooted in racism. Well, I think, I think it's fine for those people with non-optimal mass. The, what? what? Non-optimal body mass. size is rooted in racism. Focus on body size is rooted in racism. The brief begins by addressing the increase in weight stigma and negative attitudes towards people in larger bodies. It's the correct term, people in larger people bodies. People in larger bodies, right. Yeah. So, yeah. That has occurred as a result of a focus on obesity prevention over the last few decades and claims weight discrimination remains one of the only forms of discrimination actively condoned by society. Well, it's unhealthy to be massively fat, isn't it? Um, Ooh. Is it? Controversial. Isn't it? Don't go to Chicago. Well, yes, of course it is. <laughs> this is this is the intersectional, postmodern Marxist I'm, nonsense. I'm just, I'm just trying to catch up. It's being fed into our kids in their universities. And it goes say, to elite universities that they are paying for. Not in Chicago. 
It also alleges that this discrimination is rooted in racism, as the idea that larger bodies are less civilised began with Charles Darwin and other race scientists. <laughs> race scientists? Yeah, Charles Darwin, Rudolf you know, the, fa- the famous race scientist, Charles Darwin. Shit. Hmm. Who created a hierarchy of civilization in which white individuals were placed on top, while people of color, specifically black people, were placed at the bottom, and in which fatness was used as a marker of uncivilized behavior. According to the brief, by implementing a weight-inclusive approach to public health, it will allow bodies of all sizes and shapes to be appreciated, and reinforces the idea that fat people can be just as healthy as thin, thin people. I so, sorry, Ben. You're wrong. Can fat people be just as healthy as thin people? There are some thin people that are unhealthy. There are some fat people that are healthier than those thin people. Right. How does that work? Uh, it's statistics. I don't know. <laughs> Which uh, fatness? Uh, What's it? Um, it reinforces the idea that fat people can be just as healthy as thin people. In an effort to fight the stigma, the brief suggests avoiding the term obesity, which it described as extremely stigmatising, and instead using terms such as people in larger bodies. The university also encourages professors teaching public health to replace assignments that connect obesity and health. So, like, you know, when it comes on the news that there's an obesity epidemic... (laughs) And it causes all these issues like diabetes, heart disease, yes. high blood pressure that, you know, kill people. Pressure on the NHS. So we've got to pretend now that it's it's okay. Because you're going to offend, it's stigmatising, you're going to offend people who are obese. They're big enough care? to look after themselves. <laughs> I was I was listening to a, a Joe Rogan podcast and, he, and it kind of made me think, you know, around sort of, and he said, sort of like... Phone. Pre- pretending that uh being sort of overweight or whatever is is healthy and it isn't it's, it we're not designed to be overweight you body must... positive is the the thing isn't it mm. fat shaming works <laughs> right. okay doesn't it your phone's in your pockets do my head in i can hear it's it not in, in my pocket it's down here well whatever it is it, someone's no phone what, needs I, moving i haven't I got my watch is it that stupid tracking device do you mean my watch? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. All right. I couldn't hear it. It's gone now. Is you, you mad head? <laughs> I think you've gone there. Stop, yeah. gas, stop gaslighting me. You've got fat ears. Yeah, <laughs> fat phobic. <laughs> yeah, look, this has been brewing for seven, eight years now. If you change it to personally large body. Language is the root of everything and control. Sorry, go on. If you change it from obese to person in larger body, won't person in larger body become stigmatizing? Because yeah. you're just giving it another 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 set of letters in a different order. Well, it's like the whole thing around retard, spastic, and like Ricky Gervais, idiot. I can hear it now. Yeah, I can hear it now. Um, did a thing in his, I don't know which one of these stand-up routines, and. Um, you know, he kind of said, you know, we're going to be end up calling people Scopy. Because it was a spastic society. Wasn't yeah, it? and it changed. Because everyone was called a spastic. Yeah. So, you know, it's just a, language changes, doesn't it? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. There's no easy answer. 
No. Uh, well, the thing is, these start as medical terms. Yeah. So, uh, idiots, mm. uh, retard. retard. These are all medical terms. Mm. Cripple. Cripple. Spastic. And they get adopted by the playground, used mm-hmm. as terms of... Uh, Derogation. Yeah. And so that promulgates throughout the society and then the people who are hypersensitive say, well, we'll have to change this word now because it's used as a term of discrimination. Mm. So they change the word mm-hmm. and then a new word comes along. Why do you say so it's word. like learning disability or something now? Yeah. Mm. yeah instead, of re- instead of retard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever called anyone. Well, I have called someone a retard actually. <laughs> you called me a retard many yeah. times. Yeah, I won't lie about that. That's fine. Yeah. Bring it back. So maybe when I start, you know, calling people learning disabled, that's when we need to worry. That That's got to the stage where it, it's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? Yeah, they just make them more complicated. Which which works, because like Matt says... Look, we've gone out. from obesity to... What was it? Living in Person a fat body. In a, in a larger body. Uh, non-optimal mass. Oh, I'm <laughs> saying optimal. It's just, it's nonsense. That's the point. My work, though. Work for what? What's the aim? People getting less abuse for being obese, I guess. Yeah, but doesn't fat shaming work? Well, maybe. I mean, if you're, if you're like, proud of being unhealthily overweight... Why would, I'm you, sure why would you do anything are. about it? Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I think there's probably a thing around... If it's reinforced that this is beautiful if, and... If you're made to feel ashamed of your body, then that might make you less inclined to change because, you, you know, you're being shamed. And if you're in a, in a position of shame, then you're probably less motivated and you're feeling less up to making a change, I is, suppose. Is being obese a choice that a person makes? I don't right. know. I think it's super complicated. <laughs> super. Super complicated, yeah, like most things in life. I don't think there's an easy answer to it. It's just the other things you mentioned are, are clearly not by choice. So Inalienable, so yeah. IQ, even though that's sketch is fuck, the way <laughs> IQ is measured, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, because you can study for an IQ test. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Pa- I don't know, actually. <laughs> I was going to say then, but apparently, if you, if this way, some I'm sure I've read about IQ tests, and if you have studied for it, somehow you can score lower. Or something. <laughs> no, that's just what they told you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> make me feel better instead of IQ shaming. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck! We only did like two headlines. Yeah, they did call it the idiot quotient thing. <laughs> should we? Um, should we move on? Move Should we move on uh, to why, the Bank of England? Why the heck not? Yeah, um, there was um, uh, Andrew Bailey, who's the governor of the Bank of England, and another three of the committee members, the Monetary Policy Committee members, the guys who decide what interest rates are going to do mm-hmm. every quarter. They uh, give, give their uh, evidence to... They're, they're called before select committee in Parliament mm-hmm. periodically, and uh, they had a meeting this week... And uh, I didn't pull the parts of I didn't pull the clips of him saying talking about the apocalypse. 
uh, in regard of food prices. Mm-hmm. He, he mentioned the word apocalyptic twice yeah, okay. about food prices. Wow. But I mean, we've no. been saying this for uh, for weeks and months. Well, you have. You know. Well, yeah, I, I have. Yeah, the harbinger of Dune, Amish film. <laughs> well, it's pretty obvious, really. It was pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I, I don't know anything. But what was interesting is he, he referenced the 70s. Right, okay. Um, because I remember a few weeks ago, we've talked about this with the 70s and, like, yeah, yeah. They, just, they just gave everyone massive wage, wage increases. Mm-hmm. Apparently so, yeah. Yeah, let's uh, hear it. Yeah, people often talk about the 1970s and what's the difference with the 1970s. Well, the big difference with the 1970s is that we didn't have an anchor. We didn't have a nominal anchor in the, in the 1970s. We didn't have a monetary policy anchor. And what you got in the 1970s was a high rate of inflation that persisted across the whole decade. Right? Yeah. So what does that mean? They had high inflation for the entire decade. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what we're going to get. That's what we're going to get. So so are we going to get massive wage raises? No. Why not? Because you can't pass it on to the customer. Because of why? That is what's happening, isn't it? That's why food prices are going up. Businesses are under... They talked about this as well. The businesses are under the illusion that they can push on their higher production costs to the customer. Right, yeah. yeah. Instead of making the savings in the business. Yeah. But it's just... It's not going to happen. I don't see how it, how it can happen. So what's this, what's this thing he's talking about? The anchor. Yeah, what's that? Well, since 1997, we have the Monetary Policy Committee, who, whose job, the Bank of England, was made independent. Right. Five days after Tony Blair was elected, it's the first thing the government did, mm. made the Bank of England independent. So they have to get interest rate, uh, inflation at 2%. Mm-hmm. That is their job. Mm-hmm. Keep interest rates at 2%. Inflation at 2%. Inflation, sorry, at 2%. And they have one, well, technically, they have two two things they can do print money and and control interest rates mm. we've been printing so much money since 2008 mm-hmm. the inflation is inevitable mm-hmm. it's on life support the entire global financial system is on life support because of the amount of money that's been printed over the last 15 years right. can I explain some of it and they've been having to, why have they been dropping interest rates Because uh, that money hasn't been coming to our pockets, has it? It's been going on to banks' balance sheets. Yeah. And they've not been passing it on. No. So we've got massive amounts of money being printed. The inflation is inevitable. Couple that with the lockdown, mm-hmm. the breakdown in supply chains, mm-hmm. the fact that there's the special military operation mm-hmm. <laughs> in Ukraine, we're heading for an absolute catastrophe. Mm-hmm. So what, what do we need to do? Spend more money? Like, no, what know. you need to do is start planting food, probably. Maybe uh, maybe okay. do a bit of prepping. <laughs> potatoes, then. Let's get yeah. fucking planting potatoes. Yeah. Or just some topsoil. Basically, this, this thing, they basically said, this is going to tear the arse out of the middle class. Mm-hmm. And we're expecting there was fuck me there was um, investigative journalism the journalist um, can't remember who he writes for I think he, I can't remember who he writes for Viz 
He'd been in contact with an insider at one of the major banks. And he said that all the banking corporations are prepping for major civil unrest in the US, the UK and the EU. Yeah. And hedging against that. Um, there was a, a Sri Lankan MP lynched this week. Oh my god! Murdered on the street because they're actually having real shortages. Yeah, that's not just cooking oil. Canary, canary in the coal mine. Yeah, yeah. It's the first, mm-hmm. and then it'll spread, and maybe maybe it'll be Pakistan next. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be Indonesia, India. India have shut down all wheat exports. Have they? Yep. Wow. Because, well, because yeah, because they don't want to get lynched. The people who run the country. <laughs> yeah. We need to look after our our own uh, ourselves. Mm-hmm. The pol- the political class are saying. Yeah. So they're not going to export any grain no. if they can help it. Land prices are going to go up, aren't they? Best um, start buying all that farmland back from oh. fucking <laughs> little guys <laughs> carbon capture yeah. and start planting. Wheat. Got any trees? <laughs> yeah. Wheat and barley needs to be planted then, by the sounds of it. I don't know. We'll see. Fertiliser. Russia's one of the biggest producers of fertiliser. Just piss on it. Yeah. (laughs) Get a loaf of bread. (laughs) (laughs) Wheat. Mm. So we'll see. Um, I like a loaf of bread as well. Uh, Davos started today. World Economic Forum. Davros. The first in-person... Davos since the uh, economic, uh, the COVID crisis. How much is the ticket? 26,000? No, that's your annual men- membership. Oh, right, yeah. I don't think you get in. You don't get to go for that. Uh, no, you have to know someone. I think I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, got this uh, clip here. Uh, sorry, this uh, clipping here from Davos. Um, as Davos... Oh, but at Davos, business is never out of focus. It's talking about shamans. They're going to have some shamans going. Some, uh, right. Other sponsors of the event include Maya Health, a data platform, and Irwin Naturals, a vitamin and supplement com- company. Some of the larger organizations attending include Compass Pathways, Field Trip Health, and the Multidisciplinary Association of Psychedelic Studies. Fuck yeah. Maps. Yeah, maps. Rick Doblin. Rick Doblin's outfit. Oh. The DMT, the spirit molecule. Right. All that stuff. That'd be nice. He's a shell. (laughs) (laughs) Going to the wet. You need to make that green. Well, are are they going to, like, spike everyone? I was going to say they're going to dose everyone. Spike all the globalists. Mm. (laughs) They're actually going to believe in a higher... Well, come by, like, like, drop all the psychopathic tendencies and... Mm. Or make them even more psychopathic. <laughs> or make them act on their psychopathic tendencies. Mm. What was holding them back? Nothing. Obesity. Morality. Mm. That's the whole point, isn't it? If you have a, a psychedelic experience like that, it opens your mind to the possibility of something greater than this mortal coal that we... That's the thing, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where do we der- derive our morality Spa. Where, if you're an atheist, where do you derive your morality from? Harry yeah. Potter. No, I feel like yeah. I'm at school again. <laughs> Nowhere. Nowhere. Mm. 
You just make it. You can make it up. You can justify anything you want. Yeah, I suppose. You know, that's the whole point of, of religion and faith is that you're held to a higher moral authority. There is only one judge. Mm-hmm. Whatever your name for it is, whether it's Gaia or Allah or that bloke upstairs with the beard, the white beard, whatever Steve. it is. Yeah. That's the point. If you, you know, why did, um, you know, you could relate that to Freemasonry. Why did, why was the number one um, necessity for joining Freemasonry was having belief in a supreme being? So you didn't use all that wicked esoteric power to take over the world? Because you have to take an oath. You say oaths. Oh, okay. right. Well, if you, if you don't, if you're an atheist, what's your oath worth? Nothing. You just you lie. If you're in court. Just lie. Well, same thing. If you're in court, in court. If you're an atheist, what's your oath worth? Nothing. Mm. That's why you have to believe in a supreme being. Mm. Mm. Maybe that's why you know we need to get mushed up on mushrooms, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Show me what you got. <laughs> anyway, let's do something uh, funny. Oh, you promise? Was that yeah. not funny? <laughs> no, a bit serious today. Um. Have you seen these pictures of Sadiq Khan, London Mayor Sadiq Khan? No. At a, a marijuana grow up? Oh, yeah, he's, he's all for the green, isn't he? Is he? Well, so he says, yeah. Yes. Is that like, is, is it hemp or is it the weed bra? It's the weed bra. This, I'm just starting you off slow. So there's a appar- on that. <laughs> Apparently... There are some places it is grown legally in the UK. As well. Oh, yeah, we we have the largest export of medical cannabis in the world. It's run by... Nonsense. No, true. Big farmer. All oh, right, okay. It's run by, what's his name, Mr May? He used to own it, or a major shareholder. Oh, I don't know. What's his name? Philip. So now you're going over my head here, man. Not we need Philip, to, we need to like, burn it all and plant wheat anyway. So. What's Theresa May's husband Philip. called? It is Philip, is it? Yeah, oh, is it really? Oh, right, okay. Oh, hey. Oh. 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 Ooh, that's an action shot. Pow. Pow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, look at him. The, he's like he's lost. He standing like that? He's on his tiptoes, <laughs> like he's being raptured. <laughs> I'd like him to be doing the uh, the George Osborne Theresa May power stance. Yeah, that would be better, wouldn't that would it? Be better. I Does think it... he's about to do the OA movements. Mm. <laughs> 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 I can't believe they stopped that show. Oh, yeah. That's my favourite. Mm. <laughs> what? He's getting a fear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there, mate. Pulled away. <laughs> wow. Good times. I mean, yeah. why? He wants to <laughs> legalise it. Oh, yeah. right. okay. Does he really? Apparently so. They go down well in London, I imagine, that one too. Not so well. Because like, they're losing the... Uh, they're losing sort of the seats in the north, but getting more in London, I believe, aren't they? Labour. I thought they were big in London. That's what I mean. Yeah. Always. Um, I don't know. Buzzing. Still getting that phone buzzing. Red wall. Anyway, you must have heard uh, George W. Bush. That's oh, yes. Only because, you know, I'm in the Discord. 
Yeah, he, he dropped a bit of a dropped a bit of a clanger here. Russian elections are rigged. Political opponents are imprisoned or otherwise eliminated from participating in the electoral process. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. <laughs> Iraq. Anyway. Uh, 75. Uh, Old Biden instantly. Yeah, older. Yeah. What disturbs me is the laughter from the uh, I know, people. Yeah. yeah, it's not very... Um, we've been saying this since... Too, the, too soon, man. Since the war in Ukraine started, we've been saying about this, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the way it's been spun, yeah. And what we did with America invading Iraq the second time. Well, they tried to get a UN Security Council yeah. resolution. They said no. So now well, we're going to do fucking do it anyway. Yeah, imagine that. I know. I know. And it's not the first time. No. It hasn't been the last time. No. Syria? Mm-hmm. Fucking Obama and Cameron were pushing hard for that, Syria. Really? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. For invading, for going in there, bombing the shit out of it. Right. And there was some limited stuff, and then the Russians got involved, and, oh, well, what if we bomb each other? <laughs> what if we shoot each other's planes down? It'll be World War Three, Like a real, rather than, yeah, rather than thinking about the Syrians, perhaps. What if we end up shooting a Russian, which then starts something that affects us, essentially? Drones? Mm. Do you remember Obama making that drone about someone going out with his daughter? And he said, uh, you know, a potential boyfriend. At a press conference, and Obama says, "I got two words for you, kid: predator drone." Oh my yeah. god! You know these people are fucked in the head. You know uh, it's the reaction and the laughter about it which uh, mm. grinds my gears. It's like I remember I post I said in the Discord this week. I remember being in a band when the war in Iraq was starting, and uh, the I was like eighteen, maybe. And the other guys in the band were maybe 32, 33. And they all went to London on that march. It was called the Million Person March. Mm. And I remember in the practice room before it all kicked off, they're, they're all saying, it's just about oil. It's about natural resources and oil. That's all it is. It's not this WMD nonsense. Conspiracy theorists, you know. Oh, did, you, did you end up getting any oil out of Iraq? Uh, probably got some. Mm-hmm. His regime change. Mm. He wanted to come off the petrol dollar. Oh, what's that? He now? wanted to come off the, the dollar, using the dollar as the world's reserved currency. Mm. That's a big no-no. <laughs> That's when they send the, the, the troops in. Mm-hmm. You have to play by our system. I'm talking just like the president of the US. <laughs> yeah, you play it. by our rules. It's our system. Mm. The US dollar is the, is the the dollar that you trade in. Mm-hmm. Saddam said, I don't want to buy, I don't want to pay for my oil, sell my oil in dollars. Mm-hmm. I want to do it. I want it in gold, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, you can't do that. Do you he, remember when you said, uh, let's have something fun? <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's how it started. But And then he said, I don't like how they had fun. <laughs> <laughs> Laughter. It was funny because it was the Freudian slip, wasn't it? It's been a while since I've heard a good Bushism. Yeah. Mm. Good so point that he's younger than Biden. Yeah. Yeah. He still sounds... He sounds fucked, doesn't he, as well? 
does. <laughs> 75, man. Well, no, but do you know what I mean? These people shouldn't be in charge of things. <laughs> There's a reason why people work towards retirement. Yeah. Yeah. Madness. How old's mm. fucking Trump anyway? Is he not like 78 now? Yeah, it's not far off. A couple of years younger, isn't he? Three or four, maybe. They're all old. Mm. All of them. Most of them. Anyway. Anyway. What's next? Um, you know Dr. John? Dr. John, John Campbell. Campbell. There's John Campbell. What is he? Two point PhD. Pretty huge dick. Yeah. In nursing. Uh... Campbell's Anatomy. Have you seen his book? Oh, right, here we go. Ginormous it is. Right, okay. Free PDF. Anyone can have it for yeah. now. Because it's so popular. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just do it because, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Um, it's no Galen. <clears throat> Galen? Fuck me. Nice. Nice reference. <laughs> it was used for 2,000 years nearly. Yeah. Galen's Anatomy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, I know my anatomist. Third, third century? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Crazy shit. It was never surpassed, mainly to do with the church, I believe. An absolute card as well. Was he? Absolute card, yeah. Raconteur. Like, uh, didn't mince his words. Right, okay. Yeah. Something to do with being gay, probably. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Dr. John. He's got 2.35 million subs, I think, now. Mm-hmm. But I think it's starting to go go to his head. Okay. He's making more and more outrageous requests. More pussy. Oh. I wondered why. That was a new Dr. John <laughs> soundbite. Was that just a demand? <laughs> yeah. More pussy. <laughs> Did your eyes light up when you watched that video and went, yes. Clip. Building back better. More pussy. Yeah. <sighs> Is there any context? <laughs> no. We're seeing the we're seeing the dark side of Dr. John. Is he gonna do monkey pox? Is he done monkey pox videos? Pussy rashes. Pussy rashes. Pussy rashes. Pussy rashes. More pussy. <laughs> Sometimes you can get that if you both shave, apparently. In nether regions. Okay. What about if you wax? Yeah, imagine you get it then as well. Uh-huh. You need to wax and lubricate. So your engine. Oh, you avoid friction, don't you? So you get your rashes. All oh, right, okay. What about if you use talc? I don't know about talc. It's full of asbestos, isn't it? That's the old talc. Uh, change that was, that was a good talc. <laughs> the good stuff. Mm. Mm. Would it not get claggy with all the you know wetness? What about sand? <laughs> you know the the. The, uh, what do they call it? The, um, oh, what do they call it? Where they, where they splurge out of the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call it? Squirting. Squirting. We're not clagging the squirt. That's just piss, Phil. <laughs> it's not. It is. It's is just, it fuck? It's just piss. No, it's not. It's different, different smell, different consistency. Sound like that. MP from Preston. I'm sure. I'm sure this has been done on a podcast before. The question Certainly of whether um, women can square or whether it's you, Ryan. Was it this podcast or was it another one I heard? <laughs> I very much doubt it was this podcast. I think it was probably. 
like yeah. about squirting is a de- episodes it's ago. a definite thing god well it seems to be yeah yeah it's not urine i think it is urine well <laughs> just to shoot the juice to me bruce <laughs> all that for a sound clip i know yeah <laughs> I love you. Uh, I'm going to fuck off into the night or what? Yeah. Not before time. Yes. Ancient history again next week. Good. Ancient mysteries. These are my favourites, yo. Well, we're binging a bit, aren't we, at the moment? So? I love it. That's fine. It's not complaining. You know, it's epic. Epic dub. Yeah. Goodbye. (laughs) See you later. Praise Shabalon. And all the healing him. Wakanda forever. Epstein didn't kill himself. The Wahila Hymns. The Wahila Hymns. This really, to me, is Applehood and Mother Pie. Uh, <laughs> motherhood and Apple Pie. <laughs> what, what, who's going to say oh, motherhood's a bad idea? Who doesn't like, like Apple Pie? It's just so obvious that this is... We need this full data transparency for the world's academic community to analyse. Thank you for watching. Do you know what? You are a real wanker. Brum, brum, rah, rah. Won't you take it out of the heat of gold, my darling queen? Cut a great feces. Is there no limit to his shame? You only know the old adage, eat more pussy. More pussy. Calm down. Calm down. More pussy.